hot boxing this show. Why is the show so so important? Because it, it what it does is it's it's putting a different different spin or a different kind of face on something that's been so taboo for so long. And I can't say enough about it. So like, you know, being on hot hot box with Mike Tyson, you know, it, it is is more than just you know, just just being here with the champ man. We send in a message. Another episode of I'm um, Hot Boxing here with my man um, Evan. We're kicking ass today. Hell yeah. Now we got Richard Evans. Hell yeah. UFC yeah, Classic. Yeah. What's up? What's up, man? What's up? It's, it's a pleasure to be here, man. I got, first and foremost, I, 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 I can't express to you, Mike, enough, you know, how much um, your career has impacted my life, you know, uh, you know, from, from an early age. You know, you your fights is what brought uh, my family together. You know, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. My father was uh, y- y- your biggest fan, and um, you know, we we actually learned about fighting through watching through watching you in the eighties and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I was I was I was so into your style, man. I even you know taught myself the peekaboo style, and, and yeah, uh, yeah. So you upstate New York, right? Yeah, upstate New yes, York. I'm upstate, upstate New York. York. Talk yeah. about that peekaboo style a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I taught myself the motions and, and I watched, uh, you know, all Mike's training videos and and I figured out, you know, like, uh, you know, w- which count w- would he do for which punch and, 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 and his punch sequence and, you know, the, the number system that he did. And, uh, you know, I even, um, you know, when I when I got into my career, I, I trained with this guy named Billy White. He said, yeah, that, Billy yeah, White. Yeah, That's yeah, my yeah, buddy, yeah. Billy yeah, White. Billy White. From Billy Catskill. White. Yeah. So he had me doing some of the uh, yeah, he knows you know, the technique. Yeah. Some some of the technique. So, you know, um, you know, it, it, it was something that, you know, I, I just always dug Mike's mentality, you know, because, um, you know, he 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 would uh, he was honest about the way he competed. And I respected that, meaning the fact that, you know, he was. He he was transparent, you know. He was able to feel, you know, feel fear, but then overcome it. And as a fighter, that's one of the biggest. Uh, that that is the fight. That that is the fight right there. How do you overcome, you know, your own self doubt and your own apprehension to go out there and execute your technique to flawless ability? You know, that's that's the fight right there. You know, and and I thought that Mike did a really good job of just, you know. Uh, addressing that and making sure that you know um he talked about it because him talking about it made it easier for me as a, as a competitor to to be able to, to to acknowledge the fact that it's okay to feel fear you know yeah to hear mike talk about how every fight he was he had fear he felt a ton of fear throughout his boxing career and how he overcame that and was never known you know he's known as the most ferocious right. dude yeah. to ever do it yeah you know, and so thinking back to my football career, man, all the fear I felt before games, you know, the fear of failing, the fear of getting being defeated, you know, the fear of being embarrassed and having to overcome that. I think it's a natural thing. Yeah. It, you know, it's what every fighter, every combat athlete, you know, feels. Yeah. Every human being. Every, really. every Everybody do. But, it, it you know, it takes a, uh, an honesty in yourself to be able to acknowledge that because when you're in a position especially as a fighter you know you have this um you know people have this idea that you're fearless and 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 fear and and you know you don't feel any of those feelings but i i um you know that that's that's part for me that was always the part of the uh the ride which made me want to keep on keep on fighting is the fact that 
every single time that I fought, I discovered a different element of myself, a different element of who I was as a person. And I would, you know, overcome those doubts, those fears when I when when I go out there and and, you know, go out there and fight to my capabilities. So, you know, that was a. Uh, you know, it, it was huge, first and foremost, to be like, okay, I can be a badass fighter and still be be afraid sometimes, you know? Yeah. So it, so that's, the, you know, it, it, even to the fact that, like, um, like Mike, Mike has been such a, like, a big part of my mindset when it comes to a fighter. I had uh, someone do an artist uh, composite of Mike's, Mike's eyes, you know, because... The thing, when, whenever I seen Mike compete, and and I seen, you know, when you know when I'm able to judge, Mike was gonna go out there and catch wreck. I always seen it in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? He always had this look in his eyes where, you know, it it, it was just, you know, he was gonna go and do his thing. And uh, you know, when I when I wanted uh, the the picture, I'm like, you know, what, let me just get let me just get Mike's eyes so I can just see, you know. And that's and that's what I got on the wall. At my house, man, just just your eyes, man, just because I'm like, you know, this this is the foundation of of me being able to do what That's what I was dope. able to do. Just being able to be like, you know, to recognize that focus and be like this is the kind of focus. This is the kind of intensity I got to have when I go out there. I got to want to be able to 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 devour my opponent and face the fear and face all those feelings and go out there and catch wreck, you know, that's so, dope as hell. dude. Yeah, man, that's I that's, love that. Yeah, so it, it's uh, you know, that's 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 what I had to say, you know, for Mike, man. Cause Hell he's, yeah, he's brother! Been my guy, man. So listen, man, tell me about. Hey, Mike, sorry yeah. if you need any J's, they're in there, brother. Yeah, yeah let me get one. Yeah, yeah, of course. That made this complicated, man. <laughs> I know, dude. We got that bird cage, bro. Look at all right. Look at oh, that, the wow. pigeon coop that's, filled with J's, baby. Enjoy oh, one. Okay, okay. Would you I like, like one, Evan? You got one. I'm good right now, yeah. man. Thank you. Yes. Mike gave one of these to Joe Rogan. Oh man, I Joe seen I, I seen that podcast. I've seen that podcast, Mike. Yeah, it, yeah. I was uh, I, I was impressed, man, just because of um, you know, uh, I, I like I like the mentality and, and where you headed as far as like your your self discovery, um, on uh, you know, the, the the deeper side of life. You know what I'm saying? Like the other side of life that that no one really talks about. You know, like uh, the spiritual side of life. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I myself took that same trip that you did with 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 the toad. Man. Um, toad is incredible. Yeah, right? man, I that's did. That's incredible. Wow. I did. Congratulations, yeah, I, I, yeah, bro. Yeah, I did. I did the toad. That's so man. incredible. That's awesome, dude. What was your experience with the toad? Uh, man, it, it was um, well, well, when it came to me, it, it was uh, you know, a buddy of mine. His name, his name is Dell, out in uh, out in Colorado. Um, you know, I was I was kind of going through some changes where I just wanted to, you know, just just find out like what life was truly about because I started to see the, the, the system. I started to see the system as a system. I started to see the, the matrix of, 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 of thought, you know what I'm saying? The matrix of the paradigm in which, which we live in and which we call our reality. Right. So I, I was kind of getting to the point where I was at my breaking point and I, I needed something. And I posted, uh, I posted something and then by my post that I made, he was like, you know, Rashad, I think I have something for you. So, you know, after my last fight, it didn't go my way. And, um, you know, I, I was kind of still searching because, you know, I was like, man, I gave everything I had and I couldn't believe that my career was going to end 
in 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 a way that that I, I just never foreseen. You know, I've always felt like I had more left, but you know, I, I just I just fell short when it comes to desire. When it comes to meeting that intensity, I just didn't have it anymore. You know, and I had to be honest with myself. So um, that that facing that truth was was really really hard for me, and it was something that put me in, into a, a hard mental state. So when the opportunity came, when he told me about this retreat that he was having in Colorado, you know, I had to, uh, I had to jump all over it. And, um, you know, it, it, it was something that, uh, I, I've, I did a lot of research on before, but it was something that I felt like I really needed to do. And, and when I did it, um, it changed my life, man, because, you know, when, when you, when you take that, that, that medicine and you go to that place where you, you leave your body, you know, and, and you stop the, the, the part of you that you have become, uh, that you know as yourself, it dies. And you have, and you face what you've always feared your whole life, which is you coming to an end. And then you realize once you come to an end that that was just the beginning of existence and there's a whole set of, a, a whole nother existence outside of that and then you start to understand that you're, 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 you're part of something that's so enormously massive that is almost incomprehensible to your waking mind in this, in this reality. You know what I'm saying? And when you, when, when you, when you come back into your body, you, you feel kind of like reality starts to come back together again. And then you start to, to, to understand that, you know, you're a human being, and you have my this, reality came back together. Ego. I was miserable. You what? You yeah. I, yeah, didn't I did too. I was back. crying. I was, I was crying when I yeah, came back. I didn't want to come back. Yeah. I know when I say that, people say, "What?" Are yeah. You I said I didn't want to come back. I wanted to stay dead. Yeah. I thought I died. I wanted to stay that way. But did you did you feel did you feel like the uh, like the 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 gold? Like I was. I felt like I was in, and I, I felt like I was inside of the sun. Listen. I just know I didn't want to come back here. Mm-hmm. That's what I know. I knew I didn't want to come back here. When the time came and um, it wore off, I was like, what the fuck happened? What did you do, motherfucker? Yeah. You know, I thought yeah. it wasn't right. I was angry. Yeah. I felt like somebody just took something from me. I was violated. Yeah. What the fuck did you do? That's the first thing. What the yeah. fuck did you do? And um, I didn't want to come back. I said, put me under again. I went under again. Did you go? So, yeah, so I went right the, back under again. The most, the most amazing part for me was um, once I got into that state of being where I, I uh, come out of myself, I felt like I was every single thing in existence all at the same time. And, and, and what kind of, you know, what kind of, um, what kind of brought me a little bit of pause was because when I was gone, I didn't miss anybody. I didn't miss anything. I didn't have that feeling of that I thought I would have once I leave this earth. But the the truth about it is once I started to examine that understanding deeper, I got to understand the reason why I didn't miss anybody or miss anything is because every single thing that was I, I thought was outside of me was actually inside of me. Like all the people that, that I know, you know, it, this reality is all a part of my inside is not so much of a reflection of the outside. You know what I'm saying? So I that's was what afraid. I, I was afraid did to you lose feel, things. I was afraid of losing my family. I was afraid of losing my children. And um I was just afraid and you hear the you hear the say you hear the sound, you hear the music calling you more and more to go yeah. deeper and deeper. And man, um I just never felt that feeling before freedom. I can't even say freedom. 
I have a different perception of freedom, and freedom is not what I experienced. It was something it was on a higher that. level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did, now, now, let me ask you. Did I can't you even f- say freedom because this is what I picture freedom. Freedom yeah. um, is it's existence to me. It's reality to me. This is freedom right here to me, to be able to do what I want legally, to do what I want. Right. This just took me to another level beyond that. Did did you did you feel the uh the pull of the awe like like um like what I felt as if like I felt as if and it was and it was and it was the thing was like there was no mistaking the understanding it was like as if like once I was there I was instantly being downloaded with true. with with the true realities of ex- with the true reality of existence and and from that true reality of existence you know I was able to pull you know to 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 feel that you know, all of existence is a part of one hmm. collective conscience, and that's all what we share. And the fact that when we have these personal experiences, we're, we're actually, if we were to look at ourselves as an entity, we would be probably one big entity that has an existence in, and has individual, I guess, um, experiences through each of our egos, right? So, so like when we when we when we do that, we move. And our ego is completely gone, and and and, and, and like like for me, like when I got like when I got done, I, it, it was kind of com- confusing because for me it was like I did all of that to realize that in in essence I truly don't exist in in a sense of in a sense of individuality. Like like I'm Rashad Evans, but that's the name my mother gave me. Um, you know my my perception and what the way people think of me. These are things that, you know, are, are based on the character in which they describe me, on, on which they, you know, the title in which they know me, right? You know, as a father, they look at me one way. As a son, they look at me another way. As an athlete, they look at me another way. And, and as a friend, they look at me at another way. But all those things are not me individually, right? So there, there's, a, there's a higher form of me that exists. And once I, you know, once I, I get past the ego of who I think I am, then you can get down to what truly is and and it's and it's kind of amazing to be honest this is what the fuck we do here yeah and (laughs) this is what we do bro Uh, you know um evan in my experience as well um i existed but i didn't exist Hmm. you know you're there you exist you're not in your body your body doesn't exist it's just uh, man now now let me ask you like Hmm. When I when I came back and, and once so I started to um, conceptualize yeah. like life and 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 what it all meant, you know, looking at reality and, and the way that we live our life, it just became so um, so so fake to me to the point where I had a hard time making an adjustment mm-hmm. at first and trying to put things mm-hmm. in its proper perspective because. I realized that, you know, a lot of things that I thought were so important Shit. were really was really not important at all. And, and, and the fact of the, the system in which we we, we live and, and die for and we dream for and we we, we we you know base our whole existence off of it is nothing more than, than a system incomplete based off the fact that it doesn't address the nature of what we truly are, you know, because it, it's it's selling us something that that's truly not what we are. We're, we're so much more than than what we've been told, you know. And I think that's a true disconnect. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just feel that um, a disconnection, mm-hmm. you know, with the totally gave me a disconnection of what I've really, what I believed all my life. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that everything I believed all my life was a lie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's all a lie. It's yeah. all a lie. Everything I was taught everything. and believed all my life was a lie. It's just made up. Yeah. That's and but th- but see, I, that's 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 the heartbreaking part about it. Like, you, like, really, like, you get left at a state that you don't know anything. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the heart that's the part. And the beauty you're left, yeah. you're left like, wow, who am I? What do I really know? Well, I, 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 I think, realize I know nothing. I, th- I think the silver lining in, in all of the fact that, that, that the, I guess the, when the world uh, ceased to exist, because yeah. that's the only way I can, I can say it best is the fact that once you discover the truth about the world, it, it ceased to, it ceased to be real to you. Right. And then you into a state where, you know, you have this void, I guess, where, where where you really understand where you are. But I think, like, for me, the best part is I got to reconstruct my idea of what I want my reality to be. You know what I'm saying? How much importance I'm going to put on, you know, the, the monetary things in life and, and, and trying to get ahead versus, you know, living with the real aspects of life. And, 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 and I do and, – and for me, like – I like to dissolve my ego as much as possible. So I like to do psychedelics, you know what I'm saying? Because that allows me to, you know, get past this ego that, that sometimes gets in a way of, of, of proper human interaction. This does it. What do you call cannabis. a plant? What do you call a plant based stuff that I've done? Plant medicine? DMT. DMT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've done DMT? Yeah. Oh, that's that's lighter yeah, than that's, the toad. Yeah, that's, that's lighter, lighter than the toad. That's fun. That's, that's more that's playful. Fun. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's yeah. fun. The toad is like whoa. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The, shit. the toad. The toad is whoa. something. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 to, the toad is going to tell you something about existence in, in general. And I think like the the, uh, the the plant, the spirit molecule tells you more about you know I guess your your uh, your souls. Uh, progression through yeah. its existence, yeah. you know, it'll That's give you some. Way. It'll give you some kind of like some some scattered like. Did you have you different. done ayahuasca or? No, I, I want to do. I want to do ayahuasca. I want to do ayahuasca. But what I wanted to so so for like this past year, man, like I just been um, like awesome. I just been I just been going through some <laughs> changes, man. I've been going through some changes. Like I used to be a heavy drinker. I used to be a heavy partier and stuff like that. But then as I started to do things to dissolve my ego. You know, I, I had different experiences where it's kind of weaned me off of like doing doing those kind of stuff. So yes. like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I no longer have the urge to drink any alcohol at all anymore. Like, I don't, I just, I just don't drink it anymore. You know, and then you know, and and something weird happened to me as far as like eating meat. You know, before I used to like to eat meat, but then you know, as I did a couple psychedelics, like I did, um, I had a trip one time, and uh, you know, sometimes the mushroom talks to you, and it, and it, and and, and it. It, it like I have a theory based on why the mushroom talks to you, because uh, it kind of came to me in in a deep trip one time. And, and, it uh, is, dude. It yeah. Is so with that. so here's here's why I kind of kind of come to understand why the psychedelics and the mushrooms they were to bring you this kind of knowingness that that you 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 can't really uh, explain. Um, so so if 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 you think about you know the the oldest the oldest beings here on this planet, you have to look at vegetation, right? You have to look at the plant system and, 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 and the trees and things like that. And that's something we really don't give enough credit for is, is their intelligence and their ability to, you know, 
uh, be able to survive, you know. So there, there's some kind of intelligence that these plants have to be able to survive. Like, for instance, if they, they, they communicate through the root system, you know, if, if you were to put the plants in uh, an anatomical scale like you do a human, you know, their, their legs would be sticking up. Those would be the, 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 the tree as we see, but their brains would be the roots that's underneath. And those, those roots are, um, are what they're they're using to pass information all along. So they have a network of communication where they're constantly passing information. Like for instance, if if a tree's getting attacked by some kind of insects or something like that, it'll send a chemical off and then it'll pass information and then all the other trees will understand that they need to make some kind of defense for it. So then they'll release a chemical that can keeps I, the animal or, or, or threat away. So they Can so, I ask you one thing? Yeah. This is all coming in this trip. Yeah, yeah. Because so, I've so, had this theory myself. Yeah, so this, yeah, yeah. this, this is this is com- going, this is please. coming at, at, as, as a result. Of yeah, this we're trip, just right? in. This is yeah, your trip. So this, this, okay. is, this is my this is trip. So I'm coming. Yeah, so I'm, so I'm coming with this understanding, and um, you know, the trip told me to sit down and it said, "How do you expect to understand anything that's like above you if you don't understand what's below your feet?" And what was below my feet was just this network of understand, like this this complete network of of communication, this library of knowledge of the planet. So as I as I as I understood, you know, mycelium uh, mushrooms are, are one of the most intricate parts of 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 the the system, you know, the the, the network and system. You know, they 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 link all these these uh, these trees and these plants. All of them are linked together, so they all communicate with each other. So I believe that there's knowledge that that's in the the root system of the mycelium, right? So when you eat it. It, it causes you to have these downloads of some of that information. So it's like, um, like for instance, there, there, there's a mycelium that makes this ant eats the mycelium, ant or insect eat the mycelium, and then it climbs to the highest point, like a tree or a, a, a roof, and then it dies and it explodes, and then the spores come out of the head of the ant. So Therefore, the, these these mycelium act as like, a symbiote. I never did the toad. I was like, "What the fuck he's talking?" Yeah, about? I'm telling you, know? you it, yeah. it, it's, it's crazy though. But yes, so 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 this is true. Yeah, so I I believe that when 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 we eat the mushroom, it gives us the download of what is going on with the earth, with with what's going on around it, what's going on with the ether, and we and when we're able to tap into that, then we have different understanding of the place that we live in. And I think, honestly speaking, the reason why the world is in the place that it is is because we don't do enough mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. Do you know Paul Stamets? Have you ever t- listened yes, to him? Yeah, I listened to Paul. Because yes. this is what he talks about. Yes. You know that, right? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, yeah, all Paul, this shit, Paul, Paul's, Paul's a genius, man. I, I, yeah. I, I follow him on the Joe Rogan show. And, that, and that's, what, yeah. you know, that's what made me start becoming, you know, Joe Rogan show was one of those shows that, that kind of started to open my eyes, you know, and to look at things a little bit deeper, you know, and... Uh, you know there 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 are some things that you know that uh that bring a lot of controversy that they talk about but they're absolutely correct about I feel you know Absolutely so, man it, it's uh, it, it's Fuck. deep Mike I'm out there Mike I'm out Hell there Hell yeah <laughs> this, this is what we're all about man So wh- how's your uh I mean you like you like weed cannabis is something you use did you use it as a fighter Um uh, not not to the end man it, but it was something that you know once I discovered it, it saved me because, uh, you know, like I was telling Mike in, in, in the green room, you know, when you when you fight, 
it's the recovery part is the hardest part to, to, to be able to, to get by because, you know, in MMA, there's so many different facets of the sport. You know, we have to be able to hit all those different disciplines to be, to be efficient and be fluid and, and not have any, you know, and not any tells in, in, in any uh, one discipline for them next. So you have to make, you know, time to do all these different disciplines. So you, you have to be able to rinse and repeat. And how many times can you do that over and over and over again? And uh, that that becomes the tell of how fast you can grow in the sport, you know. And when you're not able to recover and feel rested, then you're only able to maybe get in a couple of different dis- disciplines in and, 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 you, and you're not growing, you're not progressing, you know. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's, why, that's why a lot of these, the younger fighters are able to move so far ahead of these older guys because they have the energy to, to keep on going and going and do workout and workout because their testosterone is higher. And I will work out four know? times a day all day. Mm-hmm. At least work out all day. And you know then I mean? and then I will oh, after after yeah. fucking my girlfriend, I get up, be pumped, I go right. work out again. Right. Boom, boom, boom. That's boom. that. That was me, man. I, I would I would work out four times a day and then eat McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? If, if you you know my, my you know you know Ali, right? Ali was yes, along. Ali, Ali was nuts. Ali Ali was alongside with me, and and that's what we would do. Like we would just. You know, we'll eat garbage food and we'll go and we'll train like maniacs. Oh, I would, um, my trainees used to hate this. And listen, I want you to eat a steak tonight, okay? <laughs> I go to Burger King or something, yeah. and, um, something to eat. You go eat a, a Whopper. You go eat a steak tonight, okay? Dude, we had the <laughs> I most. I defend my title on a Whopper. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> but you felt good, right? Oh, yeah. That's what I ate. Yeah, yeah, I ate yeah. stuff. And and I didn't NFL? eat steaks and lobsters and stuff back then. I'm 20 years old. I was eating fucking <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Burger King, McDonald's, man. Oh my god! Like I, you know, I've really taken some time since I stopped fighting to, to properly understand nutrition the right way. You know, what I'm saying I learned a lot of stuff about you know Dr. Sebi and and and, and, the, and the works that he does and stuff like oh, yeah, that. He's awesome. Yeah, he, and I would before I go in the ring, I always eat a snicker and drink orange. Yeah, oh see, my god, see, that, that was, but that, that's oh the spike that get that, that spike that the sugar spike. the sugar spike the sugar spike. Yeah, Talk man. A, who tell us a little bit about Dr. Sebi. Yeah, so uh Dr. Sebi, man, he 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 was quite amazing. You know, he is um, you know, he's he's a, a holistic doctor who uh really caught a lot of flack because he took on a medical industry in, in a way that has never been done before and he was able to actually win a case against the medical industry saying that he uh was able to cure um diseases that that the medical industry can't cure like cancer and AIDS and and hepatitis and uh, and all these these different diseases and he's able to do that because his philosophy on nutrition is about, you know, eating electric food and getting rid of a lot of the food that we have become to know as food and, and, and get rid of eating animal food. And, and, um, so he's very plant based, very, very plant based, but more or less, you know, uh, an electric diet. So, you know, he, he's That's more so like a fruit, yeah, more like that word more, yeah, electric because here, here's the reality. We, you know, we're we're carbon based life forms, but we're we're we you know we use electrical impulses in order for our body to communicate. You know, and in the simple fact that we use we we have an acid based diet which slows down the electrical impulses for our body to communicate efficiently, then then we're actually really you know I guess you know shortening our capacity of what we can do as human beings. Yeah, you know, because when because when you're able to 
physically, you know, have have one end of your body communicate properly to the other, then then you get rid of things like strokes and and bad circulations and, and things like that that causes problems at old age. You know, you don't get the plaques in your brains and things. And having like a that. lot of surgery prevents your body from communicating. Huh? Yeah, 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 because because you know um, a lot of the medicine in the pharmaceutical industry is not is not bioavailable to your body, meaning the fact that your body can't break it down. Yeah. You know, so then it ends up going into different areas of your body and different stuck. glands that get stuck and it makes it so that you you know you you have a toxic level of of a chemical that your body can't do anything with but cause you know a disease so it's you know it's we're dying it's 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 a a touchy it's a touchy thing man because we're being poisoned i don't know if it's it's intentional or accidental poison sometimes yeah dude i I don't i don't think anything is by accident i think that uh they want to get us out of here. Yeah, there, there's, there's more. There's Popul- more to uh, population control, dude. Yeah, to the yeah. system. There's more yeah. to the system, and that's, and that's, and that's, a, and that's a sad, unfortunate part because it, it makes it really hard to be, to be an American and, and to be, and, and to be proud of, of of being an American because the truth of the matter is, you know, there, there's a lot of dissension in, in America based off of the fact that you know people. Um, ideas of what it is to be an American is it, not in line with each other. But if you look at what we say, uh, uh, and and by the Pledge of Allegiance and 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 our vow that that whenever we um, you know sing sing our national anthem, those are the vows that we have deviated from. You know, and the truth of the matter is, you know, a lot of a lot of black people and a lot of people who were with Colin Kaepernick, you know, stopped standing up just because when when at what point do we start holding our country accountable to 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 what we're saying? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I get that you know it, it's really a hard and complex problem that really has to be handled with with a delicate care. But at the same time, you know I, I think that if we force our you know our, our resources are and, and, our, and our mentality to to really solve the problem, there's something that can be solved. But you know then again, you, you have to understand that. We're in a system that that is created to uh, to cut us off from from what what is most important, which is understanding that we're a lot more connected than we are separate, and 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 that mentality and that understanding of human interaction can change the world, but that's not one that's pushed, you know, selfishness and everything else is what's pushed. When you're writing your book, dude, Hell I yeah, don't know, dude. man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, these are just but things that's why, that's why. Write the fucking book, man. God, write the fucking book. But dude, that's why these medicines are emerging. <laughs> oh, man. I yeah. believe that's why mushroom yeah. psilocybin yeah. and LSD yeah. and DMT and ayahuasca, all these things are, and cannabis, you know, because the earth, Gaia, the spirit of this thing that we are all connected to is saying, guys, you need to wake the fuck up. Right. Exactly. You exactly. Because, I mean, that's that's the only way, honestly, that we're going to be able to to uh, make it so that that our children are, are able to have a life and, and their children should be able to have a life. And I think that, you know, we owe it to existence in general to make sure that it, it goes on and it carries on and that, you know, whatever this is that we're a part of, that that we we, we get to really live it to its fullest potential because at the end of the day it shouldn't just be about how many cars you can have or all the things that you can you can buy 
monetarily. You know, I, th- I think that existence has gotten away from such a waste from, of time. Yeah, it's gotten away from heart. It's gotten a lot away of energy from, too. Yeah, it's got it's gotten away from human interaction. You know what I'm saying? It's gotten away from all of that, and and I think that it doesn't it doesn't progress or go any further if it continues to move at this rate. You know. That's what well, we're well, doing. Well, this, this prevents human interaction right here. Right. Yeah. yeah for then sure. Then text you. My yeah. kid doesn't even talk to me on the phone. No, he texts me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the thing, and and that's the thing. You know, I'm a parent too, and and as a parent, you know, that's that's how it is. Like, you know, trying to being able to to communicate with your kid is it, it gets difficult, and it gets to be like something that you, as a parent, have to constantly constantly check yourself and be like, yo, you know what, I can be doing better in this area because it's easy as a parent to kind of to kind of oh uh, to to to, to allow yourself, iPad. yeah, it's easy to slip away, to allow it to slip away, and allow it to get out of hand. And then next thing you know, you're looking up when your kids making bad decisions. Like, how did we get here? You know what I'm saying? But you know, it, it, it's a, you have a, a, it's a joint after. Yeah, it, it's, it's a joint effort, but it's recognizing when, as a parent, like how do how do we like when do I need to you know strap down a little bit as a parent? You know, yeah, for sure. But it's, How many kids do you have? I have four. Oh. I have four kids. How man. old? Uh, I got one that's nineteen, and oh, then you my youngster. yeah, and then, then my youngest is uh, is uh, three years old. But I got a, a, in the middle. I have a twelve and a ten year old. Amazing, man. Yeah, it, it's 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 amazing. But you know, you know, my my life is uh, it, it's been difficult because you know I I had uh, you know I had a situation where you know where I had I had I had. Um, you know, relationships and I had children out of different situations. Like I had a, my first kid when I was, you know, a, a young one, 19 years old myself. Mm-hmm. And then I got married and then I had two with my wife and then I got divorced and then I have my last one. So, you know, it, it's it's just a story of my life. But at the same time, it, 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 it you know, has prevented, uh, presented a problem as a, as a parent because, it's hard to be everywhere yeah. and it's hard to be able to pursue a life where you want to, you know, give them the better things and, you know, chase a dream. But at the same time, you, you still need to be. A I parent. wish I had more kids. Yeah. I have eight. I wish I had more. See, wow. that's that's see. I, I want more I kids, too. I want more. I'm finished, but we should have more. I, I, want, I want more kids too, uh, but I want to be able what to a, be what able to. Uh, oh man, it's incredible! It's yeah. I have one. I, I do want more myself. Oh, man. Man. To see so many different with different personalities, yeah. they're all you. Yeah, Crazy. they're all yeah. different. And some different of them are more sensitive than the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm saying, damn, that me, mine mm-hmm. is whacked out. <laughs> mine is whacked. Yeah. Out. Oh. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, that that's the. Uh, that's the amazing part is like, you know, when these kids start expressing different interests, you know, like like I have my son, Little Rashad, man. He's uh he he's so different and dynamic in his own way because, you know, he's he's very strong on, on not being on not being me. You know, he, he doesn't he he's very conscious, you know, he's like you know, he, he wants to stand on his own. And uh he's into comedy, man, and he did his first Little comedy, Hell uh, yeah, yeah it's comedy, little, six minutes, man, 12, you know what 12 kind years of old, 12 years, years old, you know old. what kind of nerve it takes to get on stage and do yeah. this shit, oh, Hell yeah, yeah, dude. man, so I, I was just blown Good away, yeah, but he's just, he's just got that personality, and then, you know, I got, you know, hit, hit the, um, uh, the one, his, his sister, the 10 year old, she's, uh, she's, um, She's she's so funny because she's she's like the most caring and sweetest of all of them. You know what I'm saying? She's just like 
she's just so considerate, you know, and and uh, such a team player. And she, and honestly speaking, she's she's kind of like the roughest one. Like when I like when it comes mm. to fighting, she wants to know. She wants to learn the most about fighting. So that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. crazy. My daughter's in karate, dude. I'm stoked. She yeah. loves it. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Seven. Dude, that's awesome. Man. Keep it going. Yeah, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's just it, it's it's amazing, man. And you know, and and uh, being a young parent and having and having a kid who's nineteen is uh, mm. is 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 challenging, you know, because for sure, you know, when when she was when she was sixteen years old, she ended up telling me she's like, Dad, I want to ha- I want to have sex when I, when I'm six this year. I'm gonna have sex this year, and I'm sixteen, <laughs> and and I'm like. I, I'm I'm trying, you know, because she's she's very open and honest with me. You know what I'm saying? But that's so, great. She said that that's to me, and, and it kind of made me mad a bit. But then when you know she was like, you know, she's like, well, well, you had me when you were 19, and I and, and I really, um, you know, I really didn't have an answer for that. But uh, you know, I just I just let her know as much as I can how much I trusted her to make the right decision based on, you know. Being smart and not just doing something just to do it, you know. So great, great advice. But dude. Uh, it, that that was hard, though, man. Yeah. you know that, that's that's I a hard imagine. thing to do. Yeah, I am not uh, looking forward to my daughter being a teenager. Oh man, I am. My daughter's fucking ten not is looking a forward. trip. Oh, yeah. God. it's crazy, right? And um, oh, I'm God. just savoring this. I'm moment, just looking man. at ten years old. She's kind of. You know, she's like, what? No, get out of my room, <laughs> yeah, Dad. Yeah. You know, I'm like, whoa, what's he gonna do? He's like sixteen. Yeah. Hey, man. Powerful girls, dude. She don't take no shit. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's, that, I mean, that's a good thing. Absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that um, it's it's good. It's good to see that. And, and, and for me, like, you know, it, it's so good to see, um, you know, them coming into their own and, 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 and becoming, you know, little, little, you know, people. You know what I'm saying? And. And and it, and it's always interesting as a parent when you see, you know, your, your child start breaking away from you and becoming their own, their own person. You know, because you know, part of you just like, I don't like that, that part. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's, really the, that's the heart that's the heartbreaking part because I don't it's like, like that part. It, it's like uh, first grade felt like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> when taking her to first grade, I, I oh was like, gosh. I was fucked no, up. No, listen, um, you really get wait till you take them to college, and then <sighs> they got their own mind. Then that school educates them to think a certain way, yeah. and they think a way that you don't even communicate yeah. with. Yeah, who's this person? I know. Who told you to think like that? Who, who you been talking yeah. to? Yeah, I know. You know, yeah. That's 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 Crazy. the hard, that's that's the hard part. They're on it. that plight. They got yep. their plight in the world. And they're yeah. sticking to it and they're gonna stay with this morals and oh, it's just kind of it's just crazy. Yeah. When, wow. When when when, really when, crazy. when when they first start to uh, yeah, and, and then and then as and then like um, if something weird happens, like when your when your daughter starts to, you know, uh, you know be intimate or start that way to want to be intimate with a guy it's almost like she has to you know just like take you at, out of the helm of being that guy in her life so she kind of she almost gets lightweight kind of you know disrespectful and kind of tries you a bit but it's just oh, they're going to the, try you yeah, especially that's, when that's sexuality the sexuality starts to come yeah, to that's the part as a father you. Oh, they're going to say like, I'm going to be who I want to be with yeah, that, that's, that's the part that. as a father where you just kind of kind of be like that's I'm, crushing. I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm gonna try not to cuss him out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You, try, you try to be understanding. Dude, but that's it's, why it's I'm tough, lifting man. weights, man. The whole way. You, you I'm got just gonna <laughs> come out. Come out with a fucking sleeveless shirt yeah. out of the basement after pumping iron. Mm-hmm. What's up, bitch? Yeah. Who are you here to see? 
not Sandy. Better get the fuck <laughs> the out of here. Right, right. <laughs> I love that. The intimidation factor. Man. I used to listen. One no, guy did it to I mean, my daughter, right? And I said, listen, check this out, right? Whatever you do to her, I'm going to do to you. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Whatever you do, I'm going to do to you. That, the visual right, right there. Right, that's yeah. enough. Hey, that's enough to make you behave right there. That's a crazy visual, man. It's like, ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fuck let me, that. Let me, re- let me rethink that, man. No, nah, I mean. My daughter know. freaking, get away from him. Get your animals. Get away. But I, and kids like, get away. What, that's what she said to you? Yeah, you get uh, away. But, but I, I, I mean, like, I mean, like, what, what do guys think when they, like, come to your house and they're like, dang, oh you know, God. I'm dating Mike first, Tyson's listen, daughter. Um, like, what, what do they think? Yes, sir. First thing. Yes, I'm, sir. They try to, my daughter tried to avoid me seeing them. Uh, they don't try to avoid me knowing who they are. It's probably a party at the house, and the guy's in the party. We don't know who he is. Then the mother explains this to the guy and stuff. Yeah. And um, you, sometimes you're going to be surprised. Sometimes it might be a Caucasian. Yeah. And you're like, who the fuck, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It is what it is. And what you, I said, what do you see in him? Yeah. And you're seeing somebody like your father or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's who they date. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, because it's gotta be, it's gotta be weird for them because you know, so from, from, from me, from me, like, like just notice you from the outside. I know, I know that you're the kind of person that, you know, if you feel any kind of disrespect in any kind of way, or even if, even if you feel like the tone was even going a kind of way where you felt tried, <laughs> you're not afraid to set somebody straight out the gate. I would hate to do it. Yeah, but, I would hate to do it. <laughs> yeah, right? I would hate to do that. Because I'm going to put an example down for my child. Whoever mate that is, whoever they're dating, mm-hmm. I'm going to put it down and let them know this is what your father do. Yeah. You know? Because they never seen that side of me. And they and they always boss me around and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. So they never seen that really side of me. They think I'm really the the dork, dorky guy because I, yeah. you know, I don't say nothing to them. I let them take advantage. Uh. Yeah, man, I, I was thinking about that. Man. I'm just like, yeah, man, that, that that would have to be a difficult situation, man, because like I, I, I would hate to have one of those guys that put their hands on their girlfriends and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. That right there, you gotta put your demonstration down on that. Oh. Yeah, you have, you have to, you, you have put to your demonstration down for your daughter. Yeah, at, at that point, put a demonstration. The demonstration, down. the demonstration. I like, I like the way he say that too, because it sounds, yeah. it sounds so official. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that that needs to happen. You know what I'm this saying? This is what's gonna happen <laughs> next. Yeah, a demonstration. I'm sorry, I have but, to but do this. Have, have you ever got to the point where you actually ever felt like that? It may have to go down like that. Like, have you ever been to a point where you're like, you know what? He might need to be corrected. Dig right. Um, my daughter. Um, my oldest daughter in D.C., she dated this um, basketball guy, and this guy talked slick. And I knew this guy wasn't going to be good because she wasn't ready to date no guy. He was talking slick, like pressure bust pipes. I can handle pressure like he's a basketball player or something. And that in that situation right there, I thought I maybe had, um, I don't know, deal with him, so to speak. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. one day he was playing basketball and he had a bunch of little girls waiting after basketball and my daughter was waiting for him too. You know what I mean? And um, my daughter would never confront because she's just not that kind of person right. and stuff. But I let her know these are the kind of guys you're going to get them in trouble. You know, so if you yeah. really like a guy, you got to take him with his faults and everything. Because if you like a guy and he hurts you like this, you're going to get him in a lot of trouble and then your father might be in a lot of trouble. And I expect you to come see me when I'm in prison. Yeah. See, see, now that that right there, that see, like, 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 like that last little bit right there, 
is, is you're saying a lot without saying yeah. anything at all. And I expect you to come to see me in prison. You know what I'm saying? So that's like saying, hey, I will go to the limit for this. You know what I'm saying? So that's deep, Mike. That's deep, mm. man. Hell yeah. We going to prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a great lawyer. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, so, Mike, let me ask you, man. Um you know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of the underground scene, and, and I know you, uh, you you from Brownsville. Yeah. And, and um, you know, what, what you know about the, the the 52, the 52 blocks, man? Oh man, that's been going on probably since the 70s. Yeah, man. yeah, man, yeah. I'm, so so uh, so I might be working on this project, man. About the 52. About the 52, man. Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah. So so Listen, I, wa- I want to get I want to get some of your it's input so old, in there, yeah. man. Get Mike yeah. in there. So man. so t- so tell me so tell me a little bit about the history of it, man. How you come across it and Listen, all that. Listen, right. This is the real do- deal, right? You hear, you hear about it as a kid, guys doing it in the prison. Then you hear about this guy named, what was his name? Mother Dear, Mother this homosexual dead. guy that used to rape people in prison. That's just the, that's just um, the history. Yeah, yeah. And he was the best. Yeah, he, 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 so he was the best practitioner of 52 yeah. in, in, in prison. Yeah. Yeah, man. It I, was history. He was, he was the, um, homosexual, but he was a, a, a vicious, merciless fighter. Dang man, I, I know that I know that style because I, I, I seen I seen a couple elements of uh, of it when you when you fought. I forget uh, who was it. You was you was fighting. Um, oh man, it was. Uh, dang, I forget who it was. But you 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 went in on the inside with it and you moved. You bobbed and weaved and you and you got to the inside with it and then came up with a left hook off of it. It was just habit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's but those guys, their guys in Brooklyn and Eastern, they're, they're masters at. They just mm-hmm. kids and they could do it. Oh, wow. they're brilliant, man! It makes me look like an amateur. So, so with so with the pickable style, like 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 once you got the cuss, how hard was that for you to master? Because it looks as if it's like, very complex. Style. It, yeah, it's very complex, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like being a turtle. Mm-hmm. Um, hands up, chin down, boom. You know, it's almost like karate. It's like karate. Yeah. Move everything. Move. Power up. Back. Mm. Power up. Back. Power up. Comedy back. Move. Then get out of the way. Move. Get out of the way. Move. Move. And um, and moving and keeps your hands by your jaw and your chin down. Your hand by your jaw underneath your cheekbones so you can see the punches still. Yeah. See. You know see I mean? So and it's so, like repetition, repetition over and over and over again. Then you got to get the number system down. Throwing the punches. Two, three, four, four, five, six. You got to get it down. You know the punches to throw. It's real complex, but it's really simple. See, and 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 that, and that and that's and that was a beauty in your style that I always dug because a lot of people, you know, they, they kind of miss they kind of miss dubbed your fighting style as more of a brawling style, but they they miss they miss the mastery in it. You know what I'm saying? Like you were able to box within that style. You know, a lot of times that you were able to out jab people oh, that, had, that had reached. You, you don't know, have like to do six, it timing too. Yeah. Jabbing it has to yeah, do a lot man. with timing. So that's 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 what I that's what I dug most about the style. And it's like you know, once you came once you came with that jab, you know, you you had you had different kind of jabs. You do sometimes you got the jab where you just kind of you you leave it out there. You leave it out there kind of long, and then you got one where you kind of you know you get behind it moving and you, and you pump it coming side to side and you, and you rip whatever side you're coming out on, man. See, I forgot, but yeah. yeah <laughs> I guess yeah, that, hey, did. Hey, hey, see, I mean, that's um, how much I was watching the style, see, man. but a lot yeah. of, a lot of, um, what part of upstate New York for? Were you from Rochester, Buffalo? Buffalo, area? yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo Niagara Rick Falls James area. Rick James and stuff yeah. from up there. Yeah. Rick James, Beverly Rick Johnson James. from up there. Rick James. Oh. Yeah, yeah, man. Came from Buffalo. Mike, you ever hang with Rick? Yeah, I hang with Rick, but listen, one day when I was younger, right before I met Rick, right, <laughs> I used to, they just, 
um, girl from Houston, Buffalo, but she was a model in New York. And so I went to Buffalo with her family. And I said, um, let's go to Rick James' house. She said, no, we're not going to Rick James' house. I said, oh, man. Huh? I'm sure there? she did it. They know Rick and Rick yeah. is wild. Rick probably was doing drugs. And I was, I was like 19 wild. at the time. I was clean cut. They want me to get They would have ruined me before I started. <laughs> damn, man. Damn, Rick man. Was the, listen, Rick was the best, man. Rick James was the best. You live by the fruit belt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep, I know the fruit yep, belt. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But Mike Mike, man, in, in your time, man, you you uh in nineteen, man, you you was thrown to the world, man, and uh Man, That's crazy, it, it, right? Yeah, it, it, it's 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 crazy to me because like you know, Mike Mike has been Mike has been through it all, man, and and to be able to come out and be this guy right now, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a true testament of of, of just the mindset and internal fortitude that it takes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's 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 not. Yeah, hey, I was really path. lucky I didn't die though. See, I was really fortunate I didn't die because I got put in so many situations over the years where I should have yeah. been dead, I should have OD'd, somebody should have killed me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very but how, I, how, how did how did you how did you handle dealing with Don King, man? I, I met Don King a couple times. <laughs> Listen, at eighty something years old, Don King Don King don't forget. Fuck shit, Don King, Don King, Don King's always like, <laughs> that motherfucker still owe me money. <laughs> he, he, yo, he remembers everything, man. I was, I was impressed by that, man. I was impressed. Uh, who he like, owe money? Don owes everybody yeah, money. He, he'll say somebody owe him money, but Don no, don't forget this owe shit. Don no fuck money. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh my God! Yeah, man, that, that's some amazing shit. He because he's he's still in Florida. He still got a building down there with his name on it. And I'm like, nobody hey, in the building. Nobody's in the building. Like, <laughs> no. oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody's. nobody but had no fighters uh-huh. to promote. Uh-huh. That's so funny. Yeah, man. But the so so, what do you think of the boxing game right now, man? I think I think that's it's it. at an interesting point right now, man. It's interesting. It's Why? Because we have some new fighters coming up. Yeah, we have some new upcoming yeah, fighters. But what we have to do now is get those fighters out there in the mainstream. You know what I mean? Right. Guys like Errol Spence and Javante Davis and those guys and the Lemachenkos and those guys. We got to get those guys mainstream. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I think yeah. Lemachenko is pretty, pretty mainstream, but I think he still needs a he he needs competition. Another. Yeah, that's that's the problem he's missing. He's he missing an adversary. Yeah. Like this Javante um, Davis guy is really good, but he's going to need another year and a half to be in that level. Right, right. What, what do you think about uh, what do you think about Tyrone Spong? Oh, the, Tyrell, the, yeah, how's Tyrone doing, Ty, man? Tyrone doing good, man. He he just uh, you know he so he, he wants to hand. box, huh? Yeah, he That's well he he he's doing it, man. I, I think he's like number uh, seven, number eight in the world. Am right I heavyweight? No, heavyweight. A, a heavyweight. The heavyweight. That's gonna man. be so awesome. Dude, listen, yeah. he's gonna be like me. He's so small because the heavyweight now so fucking big, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like, what was your biggest advantage being a smaller guy because? You you you. I mean, you was like what? I was faster. I was faster. I had a good defense, and I was really ferocious and mean when I when I was um, aggressive. That's the key right there. That's the key right there because, yeah, he's he's not. I mean, I mean, you know, um, you always have to let people know they can't afford to make a mistake. That's it. That's don't make a fucking mistake. And by by being in that state of mind, you're gonna make mistakes because then now you're afraid to make the mistake. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So, uh, Rashad, I've he- I've heard you have a good mic imitation. Oh, oh man, no, oh, you talk man, like me, yeah, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I got a good mic. I didn't want to bring it out because I I want mic to, I ain't want mic to swing off. Right, let's no. check it out. I can man. do it. I can do it. Yeah, All let's right. check this shit out. This is this this is. So I don't know if you remember this, man. I met you one time. Like, I met you. <laughs> I met you one time uh, when uh, when when we was at a club. We was at Dre's one time, and it was right after um, it was right after I fought Machida, and uh, you come up to me and you was like, um, you was like. Uh, I was like, "Oh, Mike, what's up, man? Nice to meet you." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, nice, nice, nice to meet you as well." And I was like, uh, <laughs> and, "And I was like, and I was like, Mike." Uh, and, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I saw your last fight." And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Yeah." Um, first of all, uh, you know, I, I, I see you had a lot of fear in your heart, and, and, and fear is like fire, because, 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 because left unmanaged. You know, fear, fear, fear can do some <laughs> fear, fear, fear can do some terrible things. But, 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 but left harness, harness the right way. Fear can do some beautiful things, and you can't let fear get in your heart like that. And I was like, man, Mike, that's that's pretty deep, man. You know, and, but 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 you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I was surprised that Mike. I was surprised that Mike was dropping like he was dropping. Well, I remember like that, that. For, Listen, I met your family, your sisters, and yeah, stuff that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, you, you told me, yeah. You told people. me. You told me. And I, my wife had saw her thing. Ha! Huh, she's running to the ring to check on you. Yeah. And she said, hey, "Look at her." I said, "That's the sister right there. That's why." Yeah. She said, "That was your wife." I said, no, "That's the sister." Yeah. I, I I used to love Mike when he get up there, and be like, "I'm the greatest father that God has ever created." Like when, oh, when, he, when shit. first of all. Oh, you know, like when Mike, when Mike was saying yes. that, like I was like, "Yes, he is, man." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, Listen, you know, um, when you're young, you're crazy, I right? Love when you to say that, adrenaline man. pumps yeah, you up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, listen to me, crazy. man. It's in your heart, it's man. In your heart, you gotta say. Let it, that man. rage Listen, out. man. Yeah. My mentor had me wanting to kill people, man. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I couldn't control it in the <laughs> gym. I would knock these guys out. I would just keep in training them. Yeah, yeah. You, hitting them, I, 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 I used I to love that's. I used to love them. to watch your sparring matches because you wouldn't wear headgear, and 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 you you was uh, like you would go for it. You would go yeah. for it a lot and like yeah, going and sparring. Hard. Yeah, sparring. He'll go for it. Like my, my trainer used to tell the guy first thing he tell him, Hey, listen, I know he's a kid, but do your best. Don't take it easy with him. Do your best, okay? I'm being sincere with you. All right, I'm letting you know. Do your fuck best. You up. Do your best. Don't look at him as a kid. Do your best. That's, that's wanted wild, to get, I can't wait to get my hands on them back then. You see, know what I mean? Yeah. See, see, what was so, so for me? Like my my thing was like, what was my 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 thing that made me fight was you know I had a hard upbringing, so that was my that was my fuel. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a lot of resentment, you know, for my father at one point because you know I felt as if like you know once once I got to a certain age, you know, uh, we, we we fell out of communication. So I kind of carried that resentment, and that was my fuel. You know what I'm saying? But as um you know that fuel would would make me fight like an animal. I can just tap into it at any given time. Like I could just close my eyes and I can just like tap into that mindset. You know. But it's like as as I got older, and and as I started to live life and and start to you know see life differently, you know what I'm saying, and start making some of the same mistakes that you know my father made, I started to feel different about that situation. If I feel different about my father, and I slowly started to forgive him over time, and as I started forgiving my father, start forgiving different aspects of my life, that 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 rage and fuel I used to have for fighting. It started to go, man, to the point where I just, I just, I just became so much at peace, you know. And it was like uh, I remember the day, like that that passenger went away, man. It was like, you know, I just, I just, mm. I tried to hit it one time at a fight, and it was just like, 
it, it didn't flare up, you know? Mm. That's weird. You know, like in my situation, it wasn't about money. It wasn't about um, my upbringing. I wanted to be these guys. Mm. Mm. I wanted to be Ali. I wanted to be fucking Durant. I wanted to be Shakira. I wanted to be them. Yeah. I was envious. I wanted to be them. I was jealous of them. Yeah. I like you that. You know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do when I get there, but I wanted yeah. to be them. Yeah, yeah, I like that, man. I like that, man. That, that, that's, that's, a, um, that's, that's an ever-fueling mindset, you know what I'm saying? Keep on going and keep on going, man. Absolutely. But it's, you know what it is? It's about I was a hero worshiper. I used to look up yeah. to the fuck. Yeah. It's, it's about, Me too, man. It's, it's, it's about the, it's about the story. I would do anything you know? for them. Go to the store. Yeah, that's dope, yeah, go man. for it. Yeah, it's it's about the story you tell yourself while you compete. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 when you achieve something, you know, like when you become champion, they were you like gotta, God. They like could do it. like when you were younger, you look they can do anything. Yeah, the cops didn't bother them. Yeah, nobody nobody fucked the gangsters. Then fuck with them. them. Everybody loved them. I yeah, said, they fuck. Was, they, man. Look at them with all that man. money and jewelry, walking by themselves. They can yeah. go wherever they want. Yeah, nobody even dared fuck with. Who who's your who's your favorite who's your favorite Mike out of all of like all the all the champions who's your, who's your favorite man? I like Durant. Durant. Yeah. Him and Ali there, and then Sugar Ray Leonard. I like I like Those I like three. Sugar Ray Robinson. Then. Well, I, Robinson I, I was, was a monster was, I was, too. I, was See, I wasn't his fan. I wasn't in that era. But listen, he was a monster. This guy had like um, you know what he had? He had um, he had forty fights that he won all in a row. Then forty first fight he lost, right? Then he won ninety three in a row after that. Yeah, yeah. God man. damn, yeah. ninety three in a row. And, and I and I and I love his fighting style. The way like like the way he threw punches back then. Like he let the motherfucker go way back here, but it always found. He like target. had one hundred and twenty seven yeah, fights man. with one loss. Man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ninety five knockouts. Ninety five. But yeah. it's that you know in this day and age. This is where the warriors go, you know, mm -hmm. to these sports or to the military. You know, a thousand years ago, you know, we we might have been Spartans. You know, we were yeah. warriors yeah, in another listen, life. Um, I learned that um, from fighting was like life that you can keep going, keep going, giving your best, and then if you get a disappointment, you might lose, but right. continue to go on, act like you didn't have learned from that, yeah. and continue to go. Never let it break your um, your confidence <laughs> and your will to succeed. You know, losses can't be taken as um, death sentences. Some people take a loss as a death sentence. Yeah, yeah. you can't. No, absolutely, man. That's 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 deep right there because a, a lot of fighters, man, you like they 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 identify themselves so strongly on on the fact that they can't lose, and then when they lose, they they they're they're left with you know w with such an identity shattering. You know, problem that they 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 fail to make the adjustments so they can improve to 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 redeem that and loss. You see those you know? guys. You see like Robinson Ali. You see what they do when they come back from a yeah. loss. You see how they fight. God, mm -hmm. they rather listen. They fight like Ali. Like when he was the old guy, he's no quitting him. It's like a it's yeah. like fighting a pit bull. You got to kill him to beat him. Yeah, you know yep. he's not going to give up. Like when he yeah. was older and he was on the ropes getting beat up by Holmes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, wasn't yeah, going to no stop. He wasn't yeah, going to no quit. quit. Yeah, he ain't going to quit. Yeah, man, that's that's it's incredible, man. That's yeah, that's that's a will. That, that's, that's a different will and different mindset, man. The, the kind of punishment that he was able to take and Ooh, and, 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 and yeah, human man. stuff. 
gosh, man, it's it that that's a that's a different kind of mentality, man. You know what I'm saying? Like and then beat your ass. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, we we all have to learn from my you know adversity from right. life. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's just been That's like I say fighting Ali, that's one thing you have to know. That's one thing fighting Ali you have to remember. One thing. What's forget that? everything else, your left hook, your right hand, you just you're going to go 15 rounds. You're uh-huh. not knocking him out. Yeah, yeah. You're going 15 rounds. And when he listen, he'll let you go. And listen, he'll move, he'll dance, you know, a little bit, 10, 10 rounds, 12, 13. Then he's going to fight you like an animal for the next three or four rounds. You're right. exhausted. He's going to start lacing you. Yeah, yeah. He's going yep. to start lacing you. Yep. Coming from, his punches are coming from nowhere. Yep. Boom, yep. hard. It's oh. constant. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Oh, wearing these big giants down. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That, that's so nuts. In the fifteenth round, he's still pumping. Pop, pop, boom, boom. Stop. Yeah, the, see that? Stop. The guys, the fighter, still want to fight. still wants to come. Even though he be his trainer, say can't go no more. That's, yeah, that's, he's done. Can't go no more. See, that's 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 that legendary stuff. Frazier just wanted man. to get his hands on. He's getting beat on, but he still wanted to get his hands on. I used to love Frazier's oh, style. I love Did you I damn. love Frazier's style. Frazier was a monster. Frazier, his style, you know, you know, uh Burt Watson used to tell me that Frazier had that style because he he uh his vision was messed up so he couldn't see. So he always wanted to fight like that, just so that way he can always feel somebody's breath on top of his oh, head. Oh, he wants to mm. lift yeah, listen yeah. when, wow. when he said um, he like when that. he said you can't see no more. He said, Tell me what direction he is. I get him tell yeah. me where he's at. Yeah, man. That's Ooh. crazy. That's crazy, uh, man. Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah, man. It, it, but it's 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 nuts, man. Like that that is um like like you're part of that legacy, man, and that's yeah. and that's and that's amazing to me because it's like you, you're, you're such a living legend. Like you you can you can easily be named in that number one spot. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just it's just an honor to sit here and just be like, dang, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm sitting with a piece of history right now. You know, man, fuck, be crazy for me. Yeah, man, that's that's that fight those guys to the end, man. Fuck. Yeah, man, that's amazing, dude. Absolutely, man. It ain't about money, but that pride. You got to fight to the end. Yeah, Fuck. man. That's, that's what it's about, man. And that, and that, that's what I feel like. That's what I like the UFC, man, because I feel, you know, out of it, out of it all, man. I feel like that that sport is is, is bringing it because you know people fight. They fight hard. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They fight hard on that, man. And uh, you know. Um, this project that I'm working on right now, you know, is with this company called Onyx, and uh, you know, we we changing the equipment game because, this um, huh? Yeah, yeah, this, this, yeah, this Sweet, Onyx, man. yeah. So, so we changing the equipment game. We um we in the process of of remaking the UFC glove because you know we we're trying to adjust the eye pokes, you know, because at the end of the day, these athletes that that are in the UFC, they're getting bigger, faster, stronger, and you got. You know, you got guys like Johnny Walker. You got guys. Well, that's like why John they take Jones. the thumb and the gloves. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. That, that, but yeah. but you know what though? That was the only. That has been the only, I guess, improvement on combat equipment. And since the conception of equipment, so there's not been a lot of technology that's been put into it, and and that's what that's where we do so great with Onyx because at Onyx, you know, we we're um, you know Trevor Whitman is the brains behind it. This dude Trevor Whitman, he started making this equipment in his basement. And, and he would make the equipment because he's the coach of like Rose Namajunas and and Justin Gaethje and, and, and he is a coach for myself and Nate Marquardt. And and when you see this new design in this glove, you're gonna be like, okay, it, it's pretty dope because it it has such a new innovative look. You yeah, know? that's so. awesome, man. Yeah, 
So it's, you know, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's about making sure that these athletes are able to be safe enough to do what we're able to do because the training is the biggest and hardest aspect of all of it. And and, and here's the reality. There's not a brand of MMA uh, gear yet because all the equipment that we use is either borrowed from boxing. Do people get hurt in training, sparring in UFC? Yeah, yeah, they do. That, boxing, that's, that's the hardest part. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's the hardest why, uh, part, man. Yeah, fuck you. That's why um, normally a guy that's just a dominant sparring guy is knocking out everybody who has to because sometimes guys, the champ get hurt because sometimes the champ's in there with guys that could oh, bar, yeah. spar and he could beat anybody in the world. He just can't beat anybody in the ring. You right. Ever right. fight guys, oh, spar yeah. guys oh, like yeah. that? Oh, yeah, In Absolutely. the gym, he could beat anybody. Right. But yeah. in the ring, no. Yeah. And the same gym, thing in the gym, football. you're nothing. Yes, in the yes. gym, you're nothing compared practice, to him. Practice, practice yeah. heroes, dude. Yeah, yeah. those guys. Yeah, yeah. Game time, yeah. you're like, why don't you do that shit you did to me? Why don't you fight him like you fought me? Why don't you fuck up that tackle the way you did? This guy's a bum. You let this guy do this to you? Yes. Yeah, practice. Uh, it's so man. funny, practice interesting yeah, how that yeah. crosses over. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. I, used to, I, I guess because guys feel more comfortable when there's nothing at stake. Yes, it, and then it, when listen, shit, I don't know because sometimes I get mad. Yeah, he's it piss me off. Beating my ass in the gym, then he's fighting his bum, his bum destroying him. You're like, what the fuck are I, you I, doing? I, I, yeah, I think, I think what it comes down to is what yeah. we started this whole thing off with just the mental aspect of fighting. Like a lot of people can't handle having and having a date like like yeah. sometimes people they like their violence fast right they can handle somebody run up on them blah, blah, blah. We, we throwing hands we, I like the violence fast but some people can't handle having a day knowing that they're going to have somebody who's equally as matched with as them yeah. facing them that's that's the mind that's that's the mind fuck right there that just makes people just just make them not fighters you know, you know that's interesting you said that that's so interesting because I'm at that um, aspect where I'm the kind of guy I don't want to get it's going right now. Boom, we're going, we're fighting. I'm the kind of guy we want to. I want to talk shit about. It. I want everybody to hear it. I want to build it. Yeah, I want to build it. Just to go ahead and do it right now. Nah, I'm gonna do that shit. <laughs> oh, that. Hell no. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it right there. Go hey man, chill out. I gotta build it up, man. That's cool. Out. Cool. <laughs> you think ready? That's yeah, I, I like I like I like the action fast. Like I was always one yeah. of those guys who always. Got it started just when just oh man that that's was crazy shit yeah man I mean it you know it, I mean I, I was a wild boy growing up man but that's that's why that's why for me fighting saved my life man and that's why that's why um you know I'm, I'm involved with this prog this this, um, this program called uh, Always Progress. And, and um, you know what we what we plan to do, and what we've been doing is we've been reaching out to kids, you know, in in in, in, in rough communities and kids who have you know uh, problems and stuff like that to be able to to show them another way. You know what I'm saying? And, and martial arts is one of those things that I want to be able to give to these kids and be able to show them because fighting saved my life, man. If it wasn't for fighting, man, I, I don't know, man. I think I might be in prison somewhere. Oh, I've been dead, dog. Yeah. God. Yeah. Awesome, OD to something. But listen, it's right? It's awesome to give that back. It's being shot. involved with fighting. That was made me want to fight because I wanted to be like those guys. You see these guys, you want to be with these guys. They got nice clothes, they got cars, they got beautiful fucking right. girls, they got all right. this stuff. The holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like, whoa, look at his girlfriend. She's awesome. Yeah. God, drop dead beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> holy, I want some awesome chicks like that to only champ of the world like that. That's that's yeah that's that was the dream that was the, the fantasy dream. yeah have big mansions and stuff yeah, airplanes man. and all that stuff and then you get it and you're like wait listen it's nothing I'm supposed to be nothing complete yeah nothing's never um as it appears to be 
Nothing you know, is, right? You think the energy's gonna last forever, but you gotta have a heart because yeah. it's gonna be down moments, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, see, that's, 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 yeah. that was, that was, that was, and that's the, weird um, being rich and seem like you're not happy and not excited. Uh, hey, ain't it? I got all this money, but nothing's happening. Yeah, no man. fun. What's happening here? Yeah, let's man. get, hey, let's get a bunch of girls. Let's get a donkey in this motherfucker and make it rip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 make it rip. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Right. <laughs> what the yes. fuck? That's the quote of the day right oh there. Oh my god. That is the quote dude. of the day right there. That 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 is Holy brilliant. Shit. That is brilliant, Mike. And let's just go for it, man. Oh Mike. You're a legend, bro. Mike, that's brilliant, man. Holy shit. But those shit. guys listen, no, but really, right? You think you take a guy from where I come come from Brownsville, Brooklyn, where it's nothing but look like a war zone, the drugs, death, disease, gangs. Um, welfare, um, addiction all over the place. How was I going to make it? Right. And I'm in the game of robbing and stealing and all that stuff. Mm. How was I going to make it? I'm a little guy. I'm not no good athlete or anything. You know what I mean? I used to have, I probably had 300 street fights, right? Wow. As a kid. I had 300 street fights. I fought all day. Probably had four fights a day or something like that. Dang, Everywhere man. you're in the neighborhood, someone, you're fighting somebody. Yeah. One day we, listen, one day we, we pickpocketed this lady on the bus and we got off the bus. We didn't think the lady because nobody complained. So we got the wallet and we got off the bus. And next thing you know, we're walking up the block. We got the wallet and we walk on the block. And next thing you know, the lady comes to the block screaming, ah, give me back my wallet. Give me. Oh and she starts screaming. Out. And next thing we walking by her house. We just walked by her house. The guy said, mommy, mommy, the Jamaican guy. They Start running after oh us, grabbing us. We had to fight them. They were, it's a oh, grown wow. man. I'm like, what, 11 years old? I'm fighting for this wild. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. That's some crazy shit, man. Yeah, that's that real. so crazy. We walking, we happy, and next thing you know, the lady said, give me back my car. She said, she said, you can have the money, just give me my cards back. And the guy said, mommy, mommy. I thought, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, man, you just walk in and you walk yeah, right by her yeah, house, oh and the guy God. said, mommy, mommy. What is the fucking chances? Oh, my God. God. And he wow. runs out the gate and he grabs her. Oh, man. Wow. How'd that fight turn out, though? I punched my grandma, slammed him, <laughs> and I bit him. Oh, man, we had started running. Because he grabbed my friend. My friend was little. He was like nine. He was a little kid. Oh. And he grabbed him. And he was a grown guy. So I punched him and I grabbed him, threw him on the snow. How big were you at 11, though? I was big. I was like 175 pounds. Oh, wow. my God. What you 175 pounds at 11 years yeah. old? Oh my Holy god! Shit. You were a god. You were a man. Yeah, 175 pounds. Oh my gosh! You were a man. Good god, Mike! Wow! I, I got 175 oh, pounds. My friends were all little skinny kids, 70 pounds, 80 pounds. I always had to do the violence, hit the guy, <laughs> knock the guy out, drop oh him, go in his pocket. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've I've been there before. I. I uh, yeah, I've been there before. I, I got into some of that little craziness and strong. Oh man. It, yeah, man, we we were crazy growing up too, man. We did a lot of crazy stuff, man. But you know, oh, you luckily, get caught. Listen, yeah, luckily, one day luckily, we caught a guy. Listen, one day somebody. Oh man, mm. one day we, um, somebody came in this room and up and said, "Yo, yo, listen, this guy out there, he got some money, he got jewelry, he's full of jewelry." We went out there, we got him next to this guy pulled out. Bow. Because we rushed him. He wow. couldn't pull out the gun. That's why we didn't know he had a gun. Oh, we, had, wow. we saw him, we saw the jury. We just rushed him right away. Boom, yeah. boom. Slam, slam the jury. Boom. Slam him on the floor. He's like, he's down. We walked away and he starts shooting. Boom. He hits my friend. Oh, oh my God. We don't even know he had a gun, but he started shooting. Boom. Dang. Everybody got to go. Wow. Everybody got to go. Dang. Everybody got to go. 
That's crazy, man. That's some crazy. Everybody gotta go. Did he make it? Nah, nah. Dang, man. That's 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 nuts, man. How so old, heavy. How, how, how old were you when when that happened? He was around fifteen, though. Oh, I wow. was probably twelve. Oh wow. That's bananas, man. What a tragedy. So, like, when, when that happened, how did that affect you? Did you, like, I got to change everything? Nah. Up? You just kind of like that. I went the same, the same day. We still went robbing. When Dang. did you meet Cuss? 13? Huh? At 13 you met Cuss? Yeah, 13. So a year later. Yeah. And then from then on, did you stop doing all that well, stuff? I, no, I used to go back down there every now and then. And no, 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 I didn't rob the guy. Listen, mm-hmm. right? By then, I must say Cuss had given me an allowance and stuff, right? So if the guy's robbing, I'm right there, and the guy's robbing somebody, I said, listen, um, I want to buy that coat, and they go rob the coat. Right. I, you know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't get directly involved, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But I would bring stolen goods to the house and stuff, and then I used to stop. I started winning national titles, and just started being in the papers, and I just had to stop that shit. I just had to really stop. One of my friends, my other friend got killed, so I really was scared. Oh, wow. We were close, so this, I stopped. God, yeah. What was yeah. the first fight you got paid for? First, How old? Um, I got paid probably um, 50 cent in a hot dog. <laughs> what? Yeah, when I was a kid. I was like um, 14. For like your first fights? And amateur, I was an amateur fight. The Spanish people used to pay us food because they bet on us. We oh, went and gave us money wow. and food. Wow. That's deep. That's deep right there, yeah. man. Yeah. That's so crazy. So so you, you so, so when so when did, when did your style come out like? Like where you had that, that that peekaboo style like that. Like when, like when did it come out? When it was it, was it only under cuss tutelage, or did you have some cuss? Only never, cuss. Never, never boxed before. Never played sports or nothing. It meant cuss. Okay, okay, okay. You were yeah. just raw when you went. Yeah, raw. really raw. Yeah, that's deep, man. That's it's so awesome. And you just train, you just train, you just train all the time. That's that, all we it do. Is, train, man. train, it's train. Inspiring, dude. Train, it train, is. train all the time. Because it's, it's it's like, you know what what Mike has experienced and what Mike has been able to be a part of is 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 once in a lifetime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to even, you know, what I'm saying to even, psh, man. It's like it's like Hercules. Yeah, I yeah, say it all the time. Yeah, it's, it is. It, Mike is our version of Greek mythology. Nah, Absolutely, but it's just man. the way it was. I know. That's the crazy thing, dude. It's all true. That's so dude, awesome. I, dude, you probably been through some crazy shit. I like mean, that, man. Uh, just, oh, man. Crazy. Dude, I, I mean, damn. Just imagine. Just oh, imagine. listen, I've been so lucky in life. Listen, um, I've been in Miami. Um, yeah, what do you think about Miami, man? It's crazy. I was in Miami some one time. Boom. They get out. Boom. They pull them guns on me. Pow, pow, pow. They pull a gun on you in Miami? Shep, diamonds, million dollar watch. Chick hat. Oh, sorry, champ. I thought you was that bitch-ass nigga. Somebody, some football player. Man. Oh, my God. Man. Wow. Man. Wow. Man, man, man. But that's respect right there, though. Man. Yeah, that's hell yeah. That's respect hell right there, right? Man. Wow, they pulled the Thule on you. Yeah, the the Thule's. Wow. Not one Thule, oh the Thule's. Oh, my gosh, man. Clack, nigga. Wow. Oh, champ, we thought you was that bitch-ass nigga. Such nigga. Damn. I think they, I think they had rolled up on me to see me piss on myself or something, man. God damn. Holy man. shit, Mike. Shit. That's some, that's some complex. That's, that's crazy, bro. That's so intense. Thought you were that bitch ass nigga. <laughs> I'm like, who's that bitch when, ass nigga? In my mind, I'm like, who's that bitch ass nigga? But Mike, where's the place where you feel like 
you like, all right, when I go here, I got to be careful because I always get into some shit when I go here. Um, oh, that place, um, a strip club or something. Mm. Yeah, I always say I got to be cool when I go Go to strip club? Yeah, because I'm a stupid motherfucker. Uh, I'm yeah, a strip man. club. And I start wanting to put my tongue in the bitch mouth. Grandma got the bitch, my yeah, hand up yeah. in the drawer. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, Fuck, yeah. Fuck, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, no, listen, I, they be my woman and shit. I be going out with the girl. They're my girls back in the day. Back in the day, they used to be my girls and stuff. I go in there and I don't like that motherfucker. Said, yes. And listen, I'm checking out. Then I get in a fight with the guy, check him right the fuck away from my girl. Well, he paying. Listen, I, be not, I was absolutely out of my, oh my mind, gosh, man. That's hilarious. That, that is, that is hilarious, The man. girl, um, I remember my girl, she had to tell the boss that not to let him in when she's working. That when she not to let not you to let in? Me in, not to let me in when he's working. Why? Because she, she just couldn't handle you being nah, in the Nah, because she's like almost, a tiger. Hey, no, look, because she's dead with the guy. I'm right here. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm right here. I'm my right hand of God. Yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man. God. This is psycho. <laughs> That's I was hilarious. high all the time. I was a psycho on coke. I'm a psycho in the strip club. So, 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 like, I mean, have you ever fell for a stripper? Like, like, okay, this is gonna be the one that I'm gonna be with. Yeah, many a time. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, you, you ever buy? You ever buy anything for these girls? Cars and shit no, with condos. Yeah, oh, damn, man. Buddy. What are you talking about? What's the most outrageous thing you bought for What are you talking about? What are you listening? What's the most outrageous thing you bought for What's the most outrageous thing you bought for Rashad? What's the most outrageous thing you bought for Rashad? Think about it. Say something, Rashad. Think of something, Rashad. Come on. Think of something, Rashad. A house, Rashad. You bought a house, Rashad? Mike keeps it real. Mikey, hey, that's some real shit right there. That's some real shit, Mike does not fuck around. That's why Mike's a man. That's why Mike is a man. Oh, listen, I'm in that. Oh, listen, I got in a fight one day in the strip club, and um, I snuffed this guy right. But me not me being high, not checking out my surroundings. He had his boy, and his boy oh. snuffed me. I didn't oh. see him. Did I'm just watching the guy. Yeah, 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 he is yeah, confronting yeah. me about this girl. Bah! Next thing, bah! Oh fuck! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 I'm in there like some guy bull, bullying the strippers and stuff. Yeah. This guy comes and says, Yo, man, chill with that, man. What the fuck you talking about? Oh, man. Mike, you've been in some wild situations. Wild wow, right? shit, bro. Mike, that's a funny. So so now you don't even fuck with strip clubs. Nah, no, no. Uh, oh, man, never, man. That's no. that's good, man. That's yeah, good. But I'm you know good. what, though? That's that's what it's about, man. That's growth, Mike, because yes. it's understanding what, what makes you weak, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah, man, we all got our weaknesses. I hear that, man. No yeah. doubt, dude. No yeah, fucking dude. doubt. The clubs in South Florida, the strip clubs in South Florida, it, it makes you want to save them, though. It does. It makes you want to save them. It, make, it do, man. Like I, I, <laughs> Save been, the girls? Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I've seen some pretty strippers. I don't want to save I, them. I, yeah, I, I, I just want to like, devour them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my I don't want to save yeah, them. Yeah, no, you, I'm not trying to be no chauvinistic pig. That's just my was my passion back yeah, then. Yeah, you, the, you just want to devour yeah, them. Yeah, I thought I was in yeah, love with them and stuff. I wanted to be strung out and stuff. I'm too much of a humanitarian, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, oh, my gosh. See, she's a nice girl. Oh, she's really trying to go to college let me let me pay her tuition well, I never want, at that time I never went out with nice girls <laughs> I didn't want no nice girl. I didn't want I wanted a slut man yeah that, that's what's up Mike see Mike Mike you lived and you had it all man that's that's a beautiful thing man yeah that's a beautiful thing, man. To be Mike. See, I, I would love to have some of the Mike Tyson experience, but when I when I think when but I you like, gotta win the game though. That's the a lot thing. of friends ain't win. A lot of, yeah. There's a lot of guys I know 
girls who got caught up with the AIDS epidemic got yeah, sick. That's, 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 caught up with dope. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a thing, man. Making sure you stay out of all that bullshit. And, you yeah. just listen, man. You just don't know when your numbers. It's crazy, dog. That you didn't. That all those people that I thought got caught out there. They're smarter than me. I respect them and their intelligence and decision makings, and they got sick. Uh, yeah. Caught out there. Yeah. And a dumb guy who I said no respect in my decision making wound up making it. That is just. Mm. Yeah, it's man. Stupid. You know, I'm living my life the way I did. Yeah, man. It, it, it's it's a blessing, man. I bet you think that sometimes, like, dang, how am I even here, huh? I'm very grateful now. Yeah. When I was yeah. so when I was young, I wanted to kill myself so bad. But now, as I get older, I want to live. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you see the things you got to look forward to. See your children and yeah. everything. You want to look forward to them growing and experiencing your your experiences in life. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. That's 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 a blessing right there, man. That's that's the. Uh, that's that realization, man, about uh, that. That's, that's where I'm at in my life, too, you know, where I'm starting to, like, like get into that phase where um, I'm, I'm less about what I want to do and more about what what uh, the people I care about want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. My life now is all about my family and my yeah. kids and stuff. Yeah. They worry you and stuff. My daughter's a little sick today. Her liver was a little enlarged, so we were worried about her, so mm-hmm. we had to go check. And my wife had just left a message that everything is okay. Okay, great. And it's just That's that, um, you know, you never know when that, that moment's going to come and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're vulnerable and there's nothing you can do, don't care how much money you think you got, don't care how big a star you think you are, how big an ego you think you are, somebody who loves is suffering you can't do nothing, can't do nothing. you just wait out like a little like you're not just waiting yeah. then you go back to God then you realize that when you go to God when you have nothing mm-hmm. when your money doesn't help you or your fame oh you turn into a little fucking pussy and go oh God please help me that's yeah. the only time that's when we really go there yeah and that's and that's and that's the thing about it like it, it, it's you know honestly man so so I used to uh, I used to work in a hospital when, when I was when I was coming up, before I was fighting, part of my job was to put people into the morgue. So I used to see death all the time, you know what I'm saying? And it always used to put me in a mental state where it, it was like, man, I got to make sure that I make this life count, you know what I'm saying? It put me in an appreciative mindset for life out the gate, man, because, like, when you put them bodies into the morgue and the back of the body is still warm, you know what I'm saying? That, that shit kind of stays in your mind for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Because... It's it's you know somebody's life coming to an end. You know it's kind of some deep shit and it's it's kind of morbid. But I think a lot of people don't don't think about you know the the totality of of how fragile life is enough. You know. Oh man, please a little one 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 little um, guy in sunflower seed that we're choking die off of. Yeah, man. You know, we're real fragile. We seem so indestructible. Yeah. You, know, you see people, he seems so indestructible, and you hear he, all of a sudden he caught brain cancer. Yeah, man. You know, he's yeah. indestructible. This guy's running through brick walls. He got brain cancer. Oh, right. now he's feeble. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and honestly speaking, I think that, you know, more than anything, that we need to be more conscious about, you know, what is in our environment and to, to make us uh, healthy because, you know, now we have, you know, the 5G network and all these 5G towers out that's putting out these these uh, these broadbands and these frequencies that's penetrating and going through solid matter, including our body. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and pretty much, you know, when, when, when you when you when you think about it, you know, our, our body appears to be physical, but at the same time, it's nothing but. Molecular, uh, yeah, molecular frequency slowing down at a different frequency. That's why, like, when 
we do, you know, any psychedelics, it, just, it change your vibration and you vibrate at a different level. You know what I'm saying? And then you vibrate out of your body. But, you know, those frequencies that are in a 5G network, you know, those have, you know, harmful you know, really bad problems for our, our, our body in general. You really think about it. Like, you think, all through, think about how, what our body's been through as far as radiation, as yeah, far as the man. doctor giving us medication or yeah. whatever. Crazy. You know what I mean? All the shit that we took crazy. over the years for our pain. And I know, man. It's, it's, it's fentanyl and all that crazy stuff. Oh my God. I used to have a fentanyl patch on that box because I used to have um, bad hands, so I used to just numb myself just for boxing and get off it. Just get off it so I won't be detected in the fight. Yeah. You know yeah I mean? man, if my hands hurt, I, as long as it's a fight, I, I can deal with it. But I can't deal with the constant punishment and training. But that, yeah. but that's, but that was that was like a, like the reason why I started detoxing my body is just because I wanted to just clean it out with all the toxins and everything like that. Because you know, for a long time as an athlete, I did do a lot of those those stuff like that. So like when you're saying that you're in a CBD market and you're trying to do something for athletes to make sure that they have something clean to put in the body that helps to replenish it and make sure that they're able to compete and recover, then that's, that's, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah, because my yeah. life, exactly, because my life was all about that fix. Yeah. Boom, that fix. Boom, that needle. Boom, that patch. Boom, that fix. Just for that 45 minutes or whatever it takes, boom, that's all I needed for. Mm-hmm. But you know, that, I don't that, care if the hand stuff, my foot was broken. I yeah. said, 45 minutes, I'll yeah. break it more. You know, you get caught in that situation. Op- and that opens you up to opioid addictions, and, and, yep. and that, that right there is nothing to play with because once you play with that, that releases oh. a monster that you just can't control, and then the addiction just becomes so powerful that it just takes over who you are as a person. And, and, that's, and, that's, what we're, and that's the epidemic that we're facing right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? That the, all the all the, the the hard pharmaceuticals, you know, got everybody addicted, and then once they started cutting back on it, then everybody started turning to the hard street drugs, the heroin drugs, and yeah. now, you know, our, our our country's falling apart behind it. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're pretty much a drug feeding country. We're like China was in the 30s and 40s and 20s. Remember when they were opiate and the British, the whole country was a drug addict country. Yeah. Opium dens. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's what we are that's now. That's we are right now. That's no shit. Yeah. No everybody, shit. I don't care who you are, big time assistant, president, everybody, we all getting high now. Yeah. Everybody has a. That, I mean, that, but that's, but that's, but see, that's, that's why, that's why I like, that's why I like. You know, with, with you know the hot box in this show, you know why why is this show so so important? Because it, it what it does is it's it's putting a different different spin or different kind of face on something that's been so taboo for so long. You know what I'm saying? So many people look at you know um, you know marijuana and, and and CBD and things like that nature, and they look at it with such a different kind of um, you know stereotype, a negative stereotype. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to, for me, someone who's suffered from many concussions, someone who's been you know suffering from depression, suffering from you know CTE and all these things that comes from the career that I chose. This is what gives me relief. Hmm. And and this is real. This is no commercial. This is what gives me relief. This is what makes it so that I'm able to function. This is what makes it so that I'm able to still speak clearly, you know, and and, and I can't say enough about it. So, like, you know, being on Hot, hot Box with Mike Tyson, you know, it, it is, is more than just, you know, just – you just being here with the champ, man. We sending a message about. So tell me, um, so awesome, man. Thank since you your career as being a fighter, have you ever seen a fight in UFC that got hurt real bad? Yeah, I've seen a lot of fighters that got hurt real bad. You know, um, you know, uh, 
you know, in, in Bellator, there, there was one situation where this guy named Cyborg got uh, knee-knit head by um, by Michael uh, Venom Page and, you know, dynamic 185-pounder caught him with a knee and he, and he actually put an indentation in his head. But, you know, fortunately enough, and, and here's a beautiful thing about, about the sport is that no one has been, like, seriously, seriously injured. But at the end of the, end of the day, you know, it, it's... I mean, it's, it may be just a matter of time, but I think that, um, you know, for some reason, the formula that we have in MMA has been working that nobody's been getting seriously hurt, you know? So, mm. you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's, I guess, I guess, you know, with the fact that we can, you know, evenly distribute the punishment of, yeah. of attack evenly throughout the body, you're not just focusing on, on the waist up, you know, yeah. so you're not taking those heavy, heavy shots, but, I've seen some people get get messed up pretty yeah. bad. Like I, I one time, I kicked a dude in the head so bad, <laughs> and it, it was it was it was so bad that like it took forever for them to get him out of, out of the cage. And it was one of those moments yeah. where I was like, man, I think I really I really really hurt this dude because you know, like if you put somebody lights out bad, they yeah. they're never ever the same after that. The worst one, the one you ever, I know you're a fighter, you know that when you hit somebody and it felt like you missed them, yeah, you're dead, yes, fuck, yes. you're scared, yes, yes, you're scared. That's yes. the clean punch when you yes. throw that punch, you feel like you missed and you yes. hit him, he's out, that's, yeah. That's, I don't know why is it that way all yeah. the time, yeah, but man, I and had that punch through his soul, I had, yeah, I had that, I, I had that, that happen. Happen. It's, it's, feel like you go, it's, 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 it's a out. crazy feeling because. I mean, I mean, when, when I did it, you 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 do it, and, and movement is happening so fast, you almost don't even feel like yeah. that you even hurt, and yeah. then you and then you start to react to them like you're not even knowing that they hurt, and then they just out of here. You just like, ooh, that was a bad one. Yeah. That was a bad. You were, you know what's bad. And other people don't know. They have to yeah. think, "Whoa, I wonder if he's okay." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but you know, back in the day, we were so crazy, man. We used to do this thing where we would come up behind somebody and put them in what we call the dope fiend, and we just dope get, fiend, yeah, dope fiend, yeah, yo, the dope yeah, fiend, yeah, 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 and we would do, we would do that oh, to each other all the time. Man, I so remember that, always, like was, middle school. Yeah, we was like always okay, like trying not yo. to get caught sleep slipping, man. But yeah, that's what we sleep like a group of kids putting each other not. to sleep. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bananas. Because that's what we did to the, to the drunk crazy. guys. You see the drunk guys, we put them in the yoke, put them to sleep, go in their pocket. Oh. See, that's, see, that's that's why that's why like kids these days, man. Like I like there's a big epidemic. Like don't no bullying, but no bullying. But here's my yeah. take on it. Like. How do we how do we confidently say no bullying, no bullying when we live in a society where we do nothing but promote bullying? Yeah. Every everything everything that we promote is as far as on a reality show that's pre, that's predicated on just that whole bullying mentality. So it seems you know rather rather impossible or, or pretty impractical to think that the children are going to act any other way than than what they're than what they're seeing. Same. You know what I'm saying? But when we were when we were kids, like we I used always to learn to confront bullies. bullies yeah, I, I used yeah. to confront. One day I had to fight this yeah, guy. He yeah. killed my bird. And I was scared to fight him with my friend. I wanted to fight because I was mad, but I was still scared. Yeah. But my friend said, "Yo, Mike, fucking fight him, man. Fucking yeah. fight him." Yeah, man. We we had some, okay. and I didn't care if he fucked me up. It's okay. <laughs> but see, but see, back in the day though, you you was willing to take an L yeah. from a bully. Like I had a bully, man. My bully, one of my bullies was uh was one of my best friend, Craigie. It was, it was his uh his uncle. His name was uh. 
Uncle Billy, and Uncle Billy was kind of a maniac. Uncle Billy, like, 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 here's Uncle Billy. Like, we'll go to my boy's house. <laughs> we'll go to my boy's house, right? And we'll go to his, his room, and we'll be in there. Now he shared a room with his uncle, and then his uncle get home from school, and he's like, "Hey, what?" The fuck are you little assholes doing in here right now? <laughs> like what that. the fuck are you doing in here? Huh? Oh my god! And they were like, "Oh man, we just we're just here to you know wait for Craigie." Well, guess what? I don't want you little fucks in my room. And guess what that means? That means I'm gonna lock this door and then I'm gonna beat the shit out of every single every single fucking one of you. Really? He will close the door, lock us in the door, and he will beat the hell out of us for like at least two hours. Are you serious? Yo. What a Billy, asshole. yo, Billy was a maniac, man. Billy but that's but that Billy was a crazy son of a bitch, man. He would beat our ass, man. So that's the kind of bullies that I grew up with, man. But Fuck. these kids don't got bullies like that, man. Well, it's all online. It's all like online shit. Now, nobody could bully me online because they would bully me online. Okay, I'll turn your ass off. Fuck up, man. But see, the thing is, a lot of these kids, though, like when they get bullied online, is that like like something that they did gets put online. Like they get caught slipping. Somebody taking an embarrassing picture of them or something like that. And then that's an element that. That's fucked up. That's that's a fucked up. That's a fucked yeah. up element. I'm you know so what I'm saying? That wasn't around. Some people dude. commit suicide. And yeah, all that shit. I mean, it's fucked up, dude. Kill when, them when you feel like your life, yeah, when that that happens, man, you feel like your life is over. It's like pff, a lot of these kids can't handle it either. Life is never over, man. Nah, mm. never, man. That's that's the beauty of it, man. Just going through it and just. And, and and just riding through that valley, man. You know that valley will teach you something. Fuck. Yeah. What man. are you doing these days, man? Oh, uh, you've got Onyx. Yeah, I got Onyx. Um, you know, I'm uh, you know uh, also also working with this uh, fertilization company called Fidelity, and we was trying to do some business with Mike. Oh, and those tell guys. me about that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So so what we have is we have like an all natural. You know, uh, super friendly fertilizer that, um, nice. yeah, you, you, you can put on some marijuana and you, and it, and it doesn't have any harmful chemical, chemicals. It's so, it's, it's so that. safe that you can even like, you can put it on your hand, you can spray it in your mouth. Oh, it's not, no, yeah, it's, yeah, so it, it's, it's something, it's something that is, is, is super, super safe because, That's awesome. you know, the, yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of situations where, you know, um, they had to lose crops because, you know, if they get caught with anything that has any kind of Pesticide. bad chemicals, pesticides in it, heavy they have, metals, yeah, they have to burn heavy metal. So, Fuck all that. Yeah, I mean, see, but that's the thing, though. I, I think, I think that's been killing us. You know how long? Listen, to be sincere, guys, Ari and stuff. Even though, even though I'm old, but Ari, you know how much um, pesticide and shit we've been eating over the years. I know, man, so it's true. Poison. Yeah. So, so, so much. So, ha- so yeah. On, so on that, man. Have you have you heard about the uh, iodine conspiracy? Tell me about that. Yeah, I think, so, I think yeah, so, ran that by me. yeah, so, uh, so there, so the problem is the fact that, um, the, these, these halogens, that's, that's what these, uh, chemicals are, like the yeah. fluorine, the, the bro, the bromide and all these, um, the fluoride and all these different chemicals that come onto our, our food and, and, and our, into our, our bodies, you know, they compete for the same, um, they compete for the same, I guess, receptors as iodine do. And iodine is one of the things that we actually need to have cell development. You know, it, it's so important to have. Can it poison us, though? Blood poison us? No, 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 no. no. I, 
I so 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 there there's iodine that you're supposed to take. It is it's called a nascent iodine. You take nascent iodine, and it's super bio bioavailable for your body because it would allow your body to absorb it right away and. Most of us are iodine deficient, and most of the problems that cause cancer is because of a deficiency in iodine. Hmm. And that's and that's something that, that so then of, all this shit in our water well, this, clogs up the receptors right, that would help us help absorb us. iodine. Right, right. So once you start cleaning out your body and you start you know supplementing with some like nascent iodine and some other things that will help to uh, clean out your blood, like um, you know you need something for your stomach. Like if you take uh, there's an Ayurvedic herb called Herataki. If you take something like that, that'll help clean out your stomach and clean out your blood. And it also like adds like 300% more oxygen to your brain. So that Herataki? Yeah, it's called Herataki. And you take it every single night. So Check you take it at out. night. And if you, you know, you, you, it, it, what it is, it's an astringent powder that you take and it cleans out your, your bowels. And, and when most disease happens, it happens because, you know, you have food and stuff that doesn't, can't get processed through your body because it, it gets it gets caked in there because when we eat the foods that we eat it's not uh bioavailable for our body so it's gonna fucking die man yeah so, glutton. yeah so so it gets stored in areas where it causes cancer what do we do to break that down so that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's what you do. You take stuff like herataki that'll help clean out your blood, that'll help clean out your your digestive tract. Once you start, once you start doing stuff like that, taking iodine, um, taking things to help um, boost your iron. Don't fasting fast do that too. Fast, fasting does out. that. But just going going to a more electric diet, going to more you know um, fruits and 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 and, and, like and more this. vegetables and stuff like that. The electric diet. Yeah, because it, it because when when your body's too acidic, that's when you start to get all the cancers that's when you get all these things to grow but if oh man i'm probably fucked up no but even even this even if you start drinking something like distilled water people say distilled water is not good because it washes out the minerals but that's not true it washes out the minerals that are not bioavailable to your body so like like harmful minerals that's what it washes off but all the ones that all the ones that are good for your body distilled water won't do it so distilled water is something that everyone can drink everyone can afford and you drink it and it just it cleans out your body from a lot of the toxins that we come in contact with interesting um my wife's got me on the celery juice every morning celery juice it tastes terrible Mm -hmm. doesn't it Dude, I love it. Super really? good. It's electrically charged. That's the word yeah. that came to my mind when I'm drinking yeah. this, man. And you drink it first thing in the morning. It's supposed to just clear out all the shit out of your liver yes. and kidneys and stuff. Yes. Helps you go to the bathroom. Yes. Uh, and that's why I need to take a good shit. But it was just interesting to hear you say like electric foods because this is the first time I've ever had something. I was like, this is like electrically charged. Yeah. This drink. Yes. Anyway, I love it, man. I'm a big uh, dude. You're like you're the fucking dude, man, hey, Rashad. I'm trying, man. I'm he's trying. He's like a I'm fucking trying, health man. guru. He's man. a shaman. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. He's a shaman. He's a shaman. He doesn't know, but he's a shaman. And you're yeah. a shaman, Mike. I am working in that direction, yes, dude. Mike, but how yes. about Mike coming up to you years ago and being like, "I saw your fight. You had a lot dude, of fear that, in your heart, and that whole thing that that was that oh. was that was that was one of the uh, biggest moments of my life, man. It God. was just like. Cause, cause I looked up to Mike for so long and, and to have him come up and talk to me and said he seen me fight. I was like, I was brought to just tears. But you know, Mike gave me some good advice, man. He, he told me, uh, he actually told me some things that, that, that I, I didn't listen to and then I ended up paying a price for it. You know, he gave me some advice about being, being in a marriage and being in, in, in stuff like that. And I didn't listen and, uh, I ended up getting a divorce. 
But uh, oh, it, it never failed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike, but Mike, Mike what was, was the uh, advice. I forgot. It was something along the lines about like uh, you know he, he knew how big a, a supporter my ex wife was and stuff like that, and he talked about you know just about making mistakes and things mm-hmm. like that because I think he was at he was at the point in his life where he was starting to you know starting to understand different things. So wake up, to yeah, stuff. yeah. So, so so he so he was he was he was kicking game, and I was like, yeah. I was really surprised, man, because. You know, it's a cold feeling when you're alone, dog. Yeah, that feeling's cold when you're alone. You don't have shit. You're broke. You have no money. You're alone. No friends. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah, that's a, that's that's a that's a very uh, that's a hard feeling, man. That's a hard feeling, man. I had uh, you know I, I had a situation where I had you know a manager take some serious money from me, and uh, you know that 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 is a hurtful thing because you know as it. You know, I didn't. I didn't make all the millions and millions of dollars like as a fighter. So as an MMA fighter, when you lose some money, man, that that money that money hurts, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it can bring you to a dark place, man. Yeah. But it it just, you know, as a fighter, you uh, just find listen, a way to come listen out. Listen, that of dark place. Listen, I done beat some poor, um, promoters up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I do this guy. I, I had this guy. Oh man. Oh man, I am such a. F- uh, I used to pray to God forgive me one day. You know, when I see my maker. I was just why well, I had um, this guy stole something that did something disrespect. I turned him out the window, threw him to the window, go hold him. For- man, it was crazy. We had, it was yeah, crazy fighting. This fight is crazy. I thought I was. I thought. Was, I thought in my mind I was a fucking god of war. How dare you disrespect me? A violent. I my mind god said back war. then like was that. sick. Wow, Mike. I thought, nigga, you out of your mind. Oh man, I used to thought I was somebody you weren't supposed to do that to. See, I was so caught up in that mindset. mindset. Yeah. When, when, when was when was the moment where you had to confront Mike Tyson? The fighter versus Mike Tyson, you know, the the person, like, because because there's always that moment where it's that like where 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 you have to kind of you know put a, make a division between the two of them, or did that happen? to Nah, you? when my daughter died, I had a four year old daughter that passed away, and there was nothing I can do. Fuck. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, man. I can imagine, man. I can you can't imagine. do shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a heartbreaking thing, man. Yeah, that's that's see that that's that's the part of life, like you know when you um when you, when you just want to you know you, when you just want to just just like tap out and, and and then but then you find some way to just or for some reason to keep on going, man. And um, and so, fuck, I think something happened, and I was I didn't have no money, I was busted. And a friend of mine put fifty thousand dollars for the funeral. Wow, that's amazing for him, man. That's what the sauce was up, man. You know? Yeah. I didn't even ask him, but he saw it happen in the paper. He went boom. Damn, that's that's love right there, man. See, that's that's what it's about, man. Having having people like that, and and that's why that's why I have so much respect, man, for for you. My friends would help me, but they would never give me no money. They would help me out, but they would never give. If I needed something, they would buy something. They'd never give me no money. They didn't know I would put that somewhere that I wouldn't wouldn't feel good at, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So like, 
after after all that, that's the moment when you started turning around. That's the moment yeah. when you started to start start to to rebuild. And I wanted to change life. my life for her. That's what's up, man. See, that's that's the blessing in life, and, and sometimes that's what that becomes a hard part about when we suffer through tragedy. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to see that the impact of a life, like the movie, like Collateral Beauty. You yeah. know, there's always a collateral beauty in, in so much things in life, and it comes on the backs of those those hard those hard those hard situations, man. It was weird because I was still OD. I was getting high, and I was ODing, man. I was getting fucked up. And my wife said, don't worry, we're going to change our life. We're going to stop doing this. We're going to get some shows. We're going to start writing shows and doing this. And the next thing I know, um, we, she wrote a show for me, and I started doing this one-man show. You know? Yeah. And then it was, it was on from then on. Everything started going up. And that's the beauty because that became, that became your therapy. That became your rehab. That became... Big time. Big time. Yeah, that's dope, man. Once you experience the toad, you, did you have... Did you have a different perspective on, on that situation, on, on the uh, on, on the passing of your daughter? Well, I had a different perspective on the way I look at people mm-hmm. and the way I talk to people. I don't ever look at them the same, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know everything that they – I know um, most of us is just ego-fed, and we're afraid to show who we truly are. Yeah. We feel naked without our ego. Our ego gives us a false sense of security. Absolutely. Have Have you ever tried uh, Have you ever tried mushrooms? Oh yeah, I did mushrooms, but I had a bad bad experience because I'm in there. With, I got mushrooms, and then I got my um, I'm, I'm on mushrooms. I got my prostitute girlfriend. Oh, and then that's, I got, that's oh, a bad combination. And then I got and then I got and then listen, man. And then I got guys trying. And then I got guys trying to hit on my girlfriend while I'm under the mushroom, and so I get mad at the mushrooms. So I get um. The fucking golf club and you start going ill in the house. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, fuck, yeah, you start going ill. That's a bad trip. That's a bad yeah, trip. That man. wasn't a good it's one, a man. Dude, my- last week we had Joey Diaz on, yeah. and he talked about doing acid in prison. Oh man! I was like, I was dude, I was, listen, when, I was when, I, when I was in prison, I was scared to get high in prison. Yeah. I couldn't handle that shit, man. No fucking way! Oh my what, god! What was the craziest part about being in prison? Just from, uh, I mean, just from, I mean, you know, you incarcerated in there. I mean, you, the, the survival is just a different mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did how did you make that adjustment, man? Prison's like, um, prison's the closest thing to being dead. You know, because yeah. you're, you're locked up away from the world. You have no connection with the world at all. You know, yeah. have no connection. You can't no, you can't touch nobody. You're behind the glass, and um, the only thing that's the only time the, the dead in the fucking life can communicate is when somebody's in prison because yeah. he's really dead until he's back out, or else he may never come out. Yeah, you know, and you have to um, accept that in reality. You know what I mean? That reality yeah. that you don't exist, but you do, but right. you don't. Right. You know, you do, but you don't. See, that that's the hardest part is probably just seeing everybody just fall away from you. And then at the same time, you know, you just kind of like in a place where, you, I mean, like you said, you feel dead. I mean, you know, people are dying. Loved ones are hurt. You can't do anything for them. Damn. Normally, they, you can help them. You can't help them. Yeah. And then... And then forget that. 
That's what that's your personal gig you gotta deal with. Now you gotta deal with these idiots in here. Right, right. right. Now you gotta deal with the idiots. Right, see that's Oh shit. So that everybody had to, I mean, you had to have people trying you until you be, had to be like, no. yo, I'm not just only no, tough listen, out TV. No, listen, no, listen. No? Um, I had gotten an altercation with this guy, right? And I got in this altercation with this guy, and I find that this guy's a gang, man. This guy got 600, got 700 guys outside, right? Yeah. And, but I'm playing it off like I'm not scared of nothing, right? I'm playing it off like nothing. I'm playing it off, but inside I'm dying. I thought, oh, shit, these niggas are going to kill me. You know? <laughs> and, um... Uh, fuck, right? And then um, uh, we were at the court, right? And then somebody said, yo, Mike, man, um, they got a couple hundred niggas out there waiting when you come out. Oh, my God. Right? And um, this um, other guy, this little guy, little black ponytail guys he said this well Mike got friends too he got around a thousand guys I said whoa I said listen I don't want no trouble <laughs> now he's kept I said I don't want no trouble yeah. you know we just squashed this stop this right <laughs> yeah. now that got too deep right right you know what I mean that's what I that's the first time I really experienced real gang activity dang wow you know bro and so I said like if I can squash that if I can shake his hand and make yeah. this disappear it'd be cool yeah, cause it's, it's were you big. able to do that? Yeah, that, it was cool, but they they didn't want it to squat. They had some really personal stuff. That I didn't want them been. to use me for that stuff. Right, you right, know? right. They had to shit me away and put me somewhere. I didn't want to leave that prison. I didn't yeah. want to go to worse Fuck than Mike. that one. You know, yeah. that must have been incredible for but you I, for this guy in that prison to be the guy to just bring peace to that mm-hmm. situation. Holy, it shit. was just yeah. crazy. It was yeah. just crazy, Ugh. man. And the guy just came out of nowhere. So Mike got friends too. Out of nowhere, I ain't thinking. <laughs> I ain't know that guy out of nowhere. So Mike, got friends Mike well, Mike got friends too. Fuck like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> but see, Mike, that's deep, man. Yeah, that's so deep. So, so, so that, that, that's what I'm saying. Though. See, that's that's the mentality part, man. That 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 is 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 about you just being a survivor man you know what i'm saying from day one is being able to always make that transition transition and make that adaptation to whatever life presents you man that shit you is, have to do that that shit, that shit is loosely always say adapt, um, adaptation is the number one survival method mm. Be able to adapt to situations that's deep yeah, I was like in prison. I was always the cool guy after that. I always make yeah. sure everybody got their drugs and everything. I ain't want no trouble and so y'all chill out. So I would yeah. buy a bunch of drugs. And, hey, y'all chill. All right, y'all yeah. chill. No trouble, man, because they ain't had the drugs sometimes. Be it, yeah. it sounds like a good strategy. It's, yeah. a, it's a great strategy, knowing how to be diplomatic like yeah. that. See? That's smart, man. That's smart. I, never, I learned not to get into arguments with the guards. The guy said, yo, Mr. Tyson, and if you put some money in my books, I'll fuck his world up. Like that, yeah, yeah. They would, they didn't care. They had nothing but time, oh, man. They yeah, were never coming yeah. home. Damn, man. Yeah, you put money in that book, you get anything done over there. In but prison. that's, but that's crazy because you would think though that they would have you just like in in isolation though. Like you would think that there's somebody. Nah, I wasn't gonna be. Listen, isolation is the miserable place in the world. You're locked down 23 hours a day, and you think they let you outside to go work out for you? No, they put a cage right to yourself. <laughs> No a little way. cage like this, but right here, no come way. outside and you come no outside, way. you walk back and forth through your push ups, walking it. back and forth. Oh, that's no life, man. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, that's insane. 
See, that's it's fucking that's, insane. See, man, there's so much. There's so much power in in, in, in Mike's story, man. Just yeah. just from just all the different phases and all the different mindsets mm-hmm. one, that one must has to encompass. You know, just just even survive, man. That's crazy. It's so I had crazy. a lot of love because everybody felt sorry and sympathetic for me because I mean, you got fucked, man. Everybody was sympathetic for me. They were just they were looking at me like like I was a sad puppy. They wasn't looking at me like he's some super bad. They were like, yeah. God, man, you got fucked. Damn. Yeah. They were so just funny to them. They said, fuck. They got you like that? Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. They changed the law to get you. Yeah, that's that bullshit, man. That's that bullshit, up, but it's man. all about... That rebound, baby. Yeah, persevering. I, absolutely. Everybody absolutely. saw my time I had, but everybody was trying to get me in programs and stuff so I can get my time cut and everything. So, no, go to this program. Before your time get cut in half, we won't have to do nothing. You do two, you do this, you do that. Cut this to the law library. Cut that. Cut this. Go to this program. But you, so you had to learn a lot, and you had to learn a lot in there just to just to make sure you like. I mean, you had to learn. Like that's probably had to be the spot where you, you yeah, probably absorbed the most knowledge. Yeah, but listen, game. This is the problem. This program. When I first came in prison, I was so irate. I mean, I was fighting with the guards. Also, I always had altercations with the guards. And over the time, by the time I started cooling out, me and the guards are friends. All those fights they build up. Uh, so I had to come back. They had to give me an extra year. Uh, Fuck. Damn. And so I had to go through all these programs to cut the year off. Oh, okay. get out. Instead of doing three, I've been doing four, so I had oh. to go through all these programs. Damn, okay, okay. That's crazy, man. That's why if you ever go in a situation to stay out of trouble, don't get no arguments with nobody, because the pen is more powerful than the sword in there. They start writing you up, man. Wow. Yeah, once Time on top of time. They hit you. Listen, they, you get life. You go in there for three years and come back and wind up getting life in there. Many occasions I saw guys came in and they got three, four years while I'm getting life. And just, just and now just trying to survive, just got caught up in some. Got dumb caught shit. up in some bullshit. Damn. Mm. You know what I mean? Stabbing people, all that crap stuff. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Many stories you hear, you know. Yes, yes, that's crazy, man. In prison, got to be just a different mindset altogether. Man. You know, you think you're gonna get out? You don't know what's gonna happen to you when you get in there. Right. You know, somebody's gonna kill you. You gonna get a little charge. You don't know what's gonna happen. Or you might yeah. kill somebody. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. It's so heavy, man. Everybody's dangerous. So. Everybody. The little skinny white boy with the long hair, they're all dangerous, dangerous in there. They're all very dangerous. And it's gotta be crazy because you have a target on your back, yeah. you know who you are and everything like that too. They're all dangerous. Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. I never listen, let me tell you something about me. I um I was a kind of fighter. I was so afraid. I wanted everybody to be afraid of me. You know what I mean? That was me um, ex- ex- showing my fear, my ferociousness and all that. That was my fears. Right. Mm. You know? Yeah. But people always took it as, this is an average, this is a savage guy, this is a fear. But that was all my fear. Mm-hmm. That was all fear-based, that guy that I created, that savage guy. You know? Yeah. He was scared of everybody. Yeah, I was all fear-based. I was like low self-esteem and stuff. But I had a megalomania ego, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mike, you always had this, this, this great vocabulary, man. What, would you read the dictionary all the time growing up or what? No, nah, listen, right? How'd you get this vocabulary? Yeah. My, so um, perfect. My mentor used to help me go, go over words and stuff. He just show me the words, write them down with the A's and B's, and we used to go over words. 
especially when it came to combat sports. And I used to read about the old fighters and how guys used to say, this guy threw a lightning bolt like Thor, it fought like Achilles. And he used to, he used to write about these guys like yeah. they were gods. Yeah. I, so said, cool. God, I said, I want them to write about me like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I love that, dude. Yeah. Somebody had interviewed me, I don't know what magazine it was, and that was just a pride to be a fighter and to be a savage. I said, please forgive me if I'm a savage, if I act like a savage, because really I am a savage. You know who has uh, that quote on their wall? Uh, Dana White has something that effect, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, Dana White has so that quote. Good, dude. Dana White has yeah. that quote. What's that quote? Ball, forgive me if I'm a savage. Forgive me if savage. I act like a savage, because yeah, I am a savage. <laughs> something to that effect, that's, right? That's powerful, man. It's so brilliant, dude. Because it's true. It's, it's true, sage. man. It's true, man, because you have to be a savage. No, because the fact is because um, to say you were that way was really taboo, you know what I mean? The right. real, like, self-degradation. Yes. And so everybody had big egos, and they wanted to say, I am great and successful. I'm yeah. not a fucking savage or a beast. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I took that with honor, and I, yeah. I was ready to inflict that on people, too, to show them how much I... I took that in all. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on them. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that, man. I'm a savage. I'm a, that's a great Forgive mindset. me, I'm a savage. Because that's what all I was into was fighting. I know that was warfare. That was psychological warfare and everything about fighting and war. And I always read about fighting and the combat of fighting, how guys won fights without even fighting, you know? Yeah. And that's the art of fighting, to win fights without fighting. Right. Yeah. You know? and, that's, and that's what you did best. You had a lot of people beat before the, the, the fight even started. Oh, absolutely. Because when I was such afraid, but I started realizing these guys are more afraid of me than I am of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember seeing the uh, the Olympic, um, where you, not not the Olympic where you were doing the. Uh, I think you were competing in a tournament, and you were crying before the fight. You know, you were crying before just just uh, just being given into your nerves and then. Oh, scared to death! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah man, that, that was that was a powerful moment, man. But that was that was but, one but, of those things. But when the that, time comes, click, it goes yeah, away. Yeah, it yeah. It goes. Yeah. Get it. You that forgot was, you did it. That was one of those things, man, that just helped me to be like, man, it, it, it's okay to, to be able to have these feelings because this is how you handle these feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah, and some people are different. Some people, um, some people before fights, they're in the mirror getting beautiful. Like they're going out on a date. Before the fight, No. Get the heel. Yeah, 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 that's true. The that's eyelash true. and everything. Make sure everything looking good. These guys are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Latin fighters. The Latin fighters checking themselves. Yeah, they want to be pretty. Yeah, I'm not going to name names, <laughs> yeah, but there are some pretty. dudes in the NFL who'd be putting fucking gel in their hair. And yeah, shit right before they go out looking yeah, good. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck yeah, are you doing, yeah, dude? I'm like yeah. spitting and fucking shitting on the floor. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're preparing yeah. for war. What the yeah, right, but listen, fuck? Right. But listen, that's, the, that's, a psych, that's a war psychology, too. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. I'm reading about the Greek warfare. Alexander the Great used to always go on the battlefield smelling beautiful, looking beautiful. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Always ready for war. Interesting. Right. That's an interesting perspective too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I think maybe, um, you know, for me, I used to always get dressed up before I would compete. Like, you know, I had, I had things like where I go and put on suits and I had to come up to yeah. the thing. But that that was one of the process that, that helped me to – uh, alleviate some of my nerves and from from me thinking about the the fight because if I had a routine that I was doing then I was focused on my routine and not worried about you know aspects of the fight or how I'm gonna feel. And I used to do that. Taste always win nice stuff for the fights in the press conference. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, I have to be um, the person I am. So 
um, fucking luxury can't matter to me. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? If I'm a savage, this stuff can't matter to me. That's why you never came out with a robe, right? Yeah, so none of this stuff could matter to me. How can you be a savage and luxury matters to you? Right, you know, that right, doesn't right, go together. Right, right. <laughs> that's true, that's true, together. yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. That's a different mentality. It's so deep, Mike. That is deep. That you is deep. Your character so that's, that but that's far. But, that, but that's deep though because that that explains why he will come out with just a towel, yeah. no socks, and just yeah. black shoes and black shorts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that was a I trademark. I wanted to put that, keep that 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 image out there that I was that savage because I wanted to keep them uncomfortable. I wanted to keep them afraid yeah. because I was afraid. Yeah. And I want them I like to feel that. what I was feeling. Yeah. I want them to feel their, their heart bubbling, their blood bubbling, and they're shitting on themselves. I go to the bathroom every five minutes. I want them to feel that, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When you talk about fighting and sports, you're talking about emotions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff that we do, this is not what people do actually do for. They don't do for another life. What we do for a living, people avoid their whole life. Confrontation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They avoid that their whole life, and we do it for a living. So that's that. That we're in a different a mind schedule absolutely. than most people. Yeah, we have a different mindset. There's no doubt about it. Thanks, yeah. Mike. That was dope as hell, bro. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. I pre- I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, no, man. Sure, man. You'll have to come back. I appreciate back, you dude. took the toll, man. Cause listen, most brothers are afraid of stuff like nah, that. You're right, man. You know, you're brothers right. talk about it. You talking about that white boy shit, nigga? Yeah, Fuck yeah, that nah, shit. Nah, nah, you're right about hell that. Hell no, nigga. <laughs> right? I know. Cause that's what I, I took when, I, when it hit me. Boom! I said, I "Oh shit, I fucked up." Them yeah. white boys fucked me up. They got me. I said, "They got me." Let me ask you this: Were you able to think? In that place, were you able to have any thought while you was there? Or no? no, boom! I just got hit. I started seeing shit. My, I could talk to myself. I could hear myself talking in my head. Yeah. But man, I was out cold. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. move, and I started seeing yeah. those pyramids and all that Aztecian stuff. Yeah, and the the man is made out of rays and stuff. And man, it was crazy. <sighs> they 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 say so. Uh, there's a book called Tibetan Book of the Dead, and it really, yes. and it speaks about how do you die, right? And they speak on the stage of death that pretty much describes what happened when you do the toad. Yeah. It's called, um, it's like the first stage of Bardo. The Bardo means in between. So in the first stage is that you are engulfed in this everlasting encompassing light and, and, and you feel the, uh, the, you feel the feel of the awe, like you feel how you feel when you do the, uh, the toad. Mm. And you're supposed to recognize that that's you. But a lot of people they say they say that when you pass through in death, that is so seamless and so smooth that you don't even know you died. So most people don't know yes. they died. So when they feel that feeling, they run from that feeling and then they go back into a reality that that fits their their emotional state. That's why I, I run from it. I, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That so that's shit. that's what it is. But what it, but what it is is it, it's it's the uh, ego death though. That's what it is. It's that ego death and and what we have to realize is that that is the essence of death. That is the extent of death. Is the fact that the ego is going to die. The i the idea of who you think you are in this flesh and bone is is going to die, and that's the mm. scary part. But that's not the end of existence. You yes, know? but that's what you think. But listen, only thing I had that's all I had was my ego. My ego is all I had. It's all that made right. me made me believe that I was who I wasn't. Yeah, you know my ego was the only thing that could do me. It told me things I could do that I never dreamed that I could do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. But it told me lies too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it told me lies. You know yeah. what I mean. I tried to live into lies that were unexistable. Yeah. They, they couldn't be challenged. Yeah. They're touched. They're tangible. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. So interesting, man. The ego. Yeah, man. They say it's the thing that ties our spirit to our physical body. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why, that's why, here's what we all need to do. We need to go on a, uh, a adventure where we do, uh, some, some, uh, retreat, mushrooms, a retreat and do some mushrooms in nature, man. I'm telling you. Let's do it. That's some healing stuff, man. They, they're actually going to legalize, they're going to legalize psilocybin in, uh, Oregon, Oregon. And also in, uh, they're also trying to do the same thing in Colorado. So. You know, psilocybin is healing a lot of people. They say, yeah. uh, they say, they say, this is how powerful psilocybin is. Psilocybin is so powerful that one dose, one good dose of psilocybin is worth uh, six months of um, depression free uh, symptoms. Where is it at? Can we try it? Where can we try it at? Oh, well, you, you, I mean, there, there's places you can get psilocybin. There's places That'll you can get That'll be interesting to see yeah. how that gets, like, worked out. Well, I mean, are uh, there. Are they talking recreational well, or yeah? Well, they're, they're ta- I think I, I think they're talking about medicinal. I think that um, you know they're, they're also trying to maybe line up a study with um, with with with, uh, with John Hopkins and, and things yes. like that to really put some uh, real research behind. Have it. What's the name of that book, again? How to change huh? your Cynical? mind? Cynical psilocybin. That's psilocybin. Yeah, psilocybin yeah. is a name. Is a name That's for mushrooms. mushrooms. Oh, name yeah. for mushrooms. But it's it, it, it's it's one of those it's one of those things that that. Uh, it helps you heal on another level because yeah. when you do psilocybin, you you learn to confront the problems yourself. So there's a lot of things about about each of us that it gets really hard to face when you're in this reality. But once you do psilocybin, it shifts your ego enough where you're able to have a perspective. And perspective is all you need is to have understanding, right? So once you have that understanding, that becomes your new truth. And then based off that new truth, whatever you're feeling becomes dissipated where you're able to have a different understanding. Because, that, I mean, that, that's, that's the power of the medicine, you know? So... Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, what, that's what a good session of, of doing the medicine can do. It can really shift your mental state and have you, and have you see in life in a different perspective that, that, that is, is, is in cohesiveness with, with, with existence in general. Just with the, 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 the non-bullshit of life because once your ego is removed – you get to see that there's not much difference between you and I. No, absolutely. Once your ego is removed, you realize that you're not who you think you're. You're not a savage. Right. You're a frightened little boy. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Not a savage. You're a frightened yeah. little boy. Yeah. You need somebody to hug you. You need somebody right. to say they love you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You need somebody to trust you. That's what it comes down to. Absolutely, man. I think we can end it on What an right unbelievable <laughs> episode. Yeah, hey, man, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Evan Britton. I'm Mike Tyson. And I'm Rashad Evans. Fuck. Until thank next you, time, y'all. Thank, thank you, Rashad. You thank you, man. Out of here. We out. See ya. Peace. All right, we got food here. <laughs> Dude, that was literally the best podcast thank you, that's man. ever been recorded in the history of podcasts. Oh,